Hello, hello. Can everybody hear us? Just to get uh, any I mean, potential so. audio problems out of the way. Hi, everyone. James Chen and Olaf Redland here. Obviously, we're missing Kitty. <laughs> But uh, she could not join us today. Plus, we're probably just going to be talking about, like, matchups. And Numbers and this character's code <laughs> and, and the game is out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really surprised by some of the characters I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, dude, some of the characters that I'm starting to find that I'm kind of interested in are really weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the thing is, like, a year ago, did you think you'd be like, I really think I'm going to play Kyo. <laughs> no. Kyo, Kyo, maybe just because of CVS two. Because yeah, of but there's CVS so many that... other fun characters yeah. too. Like I'm not trying to not convince you, right, or something, right, but it's right. like, uh-huh. like even if I like, I love Iori. I'm not playing that guy. <laughs> it's just not happening. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the beta for Kyo was kind of what got me because I realized how crazy his Rekkas were, and then I just retweeted High Fight's video of Rekka madness, and <laughs> dude. <sighs> The thing about it is, I, like, like I said, there was, we're, like, not even... Just right into it. Look, there was one clip where I saw Mai do the flame whip thing, and it hit at the tip, and it bounced away, and it was perfect, and there's no way to punish it, back to neutral, and I saw that, and I was like, like, tear uh-huh. rolling down my eye, because I miss just being able to do special moves as offense, you know? Cause yeah, just, just fucking do it. That's what Super Turbo was, dude. Yeah. Super Turbo was just like Rekka, 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 Rekka. Like, what are you gonna do? You just had to hold it. You I, know. I told you a long time ago, you're a KOF fan. You just don't know it. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> and finally, you have it in your hands. You're like, yeah. Oh man. Oh Clark. Yeah, Clark is. Clark's a monster. Clark is pretty dang good. I've been using Clark as well. Uh, I played him against David that one day. So yeah. uh, the one day that we actually played a little bit earlier. But this is that's. So, Ertola, shout outs to you, Isaac, by the way. Uh, and, and Irene, of course. Um, uh, but, like. Everyone feels kind of dumb. Right! That's the thing, is like. I t- retweeted an early tier list, and it was SAB. Mm-hmm. And that's probably not even accurate. It's probably A plus AB. Yeah, I, I'm not comfortable calling anyone S yet, except for maybe Ralph. Dude, I'll, I haven't seen it yet, but that's all I read about is Ralph. So here's here's the thing, is that Ralph can literally pretty much win with two things. Standing heavy kick and his ground punch explosion DP move. Oh, really? <laughs> is, that, is that like just super safe on block or something? Or? And it's a real ass DP where oh. he doesn't fucking go anywhere. And then standing Wait, heavy kick he, is The one dumb. where he jumps up and dives no, down? No, no, no. He oh. just sits there and just punches the ground and explodes. That's his DP. In vault. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, so he has a good-ass anti-air. It's, it's, it's kind of like Kazuki hot pants, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, except he doesn't go anywhere. And then standing heavy kick is like, you know how dumb Terry's was. Mm-hmm. Okay, now make it twice as fast. <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's we, gigantic, we, and it's super fast. We may turn on the game in a second just so we can take a watch out, Jasmine. Oh. She's actually doing a good job avoiding the, 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 the paper thing. there. Yeah, yeah so... I was actually kind of impressed Hi. with that. Hi. She's like, it's cold in here. I want I want body warmth. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, like, there's a lot of dumb characters, a lot of really good characters, and a lot of characters that are just good. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Is that, every, is that the whole tier list right now is dumb, really good, and good. Right. And even, like, 
I'm sorry, I'm going to bring this up. But, I mean, like, there's, like, no characters that are, like, considered really bad except for maybe Ramon. <laughs> Ramon is probably the closest to, like, my first impression is literally that Ramon's the worst character in the game, and he's still clearly a big player. Okay, okay, good, good, okay, like, okay, okay. It's, it's, he just has to struggle in ways that every other character around him that has anything similar in archetype doesn't care about right like okay. okay the only thing he has going for him is like he's got some extra projectile invul and he's still got like a strike invul throw which is kind of nice that's it that's that's all he's got <laughs> but it's like clark and sheer Shermie both have throws with immunity Right. So that's not even really separating him from anything. Right. Why would you play Ramon if you could play Shermie kind of thing, right? That's that's really my feeling <laughs> right. about it. Because he's also he's one of the only characters who cannot combo into his CD. Right. Like, even with a quick max, he can't combo into CD. <laughs> I saw a DK unit. I was about to respond to him, but I almost called him Dunk It. Like, I'm going to dunk it. No, DK dunk unit. Dunkaroos. That's how I won with Cammy in Super Turbo, mm. dude. No one knows the matchup tier. But, um, yeah, I mean, Ramon could definitely run through the beam, but, I mean, that's, like... Yeah, but the thing is also is that he's, like, running away from it, and, like, you're gonna get one hit, because then he can't super cancel any of it, and it's, like, bad. Yeah, so what about Maximum Whip? So Maximum doesn't feel particularly strong to me. I disagree. You do? I think okay, he's... Okay, good, I think good, he's, good, 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 good. I think Maxima's fine. I'm glad. Um... His his whole thing is again is he he might have the problem of being outshined by other characters, especially like Antonov. Right. If you like Maxima, you might just want to play Antonov. <laughs> Fair, okay. Um, like, and that's it. Like, that's really that's really the biggest problem with any character that's air quotes bad or less stellar. It's that there's someone who fills their role who's better. <clears throat> Felicia Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. Oh, or, you I'll know, never not be bitter about that one. Or, I mean, like I like to talk about is Vanilla Marvel. It was why play Doom when you can play Taskmaster. Right. And then yeah. you went to Ultimate Marvel and why play Taskmaster when you can play Doom. Yep. And just like in Street Fighter Five, every season, why play some variation of Karen, Kami, Sakura, Lucia, and you can play... And you can play the good one. Right, yeah. exactly. Exactly, and it kept switching just, over and just over. Just pick top tier. Yeah, <laughs> it just kept switching back and forth because, like, literally, Cami and Karin were like, oh, 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 and right now at this point they're like, oh, <laughs> both kind of broken. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, but Maxima's doing all right, okay, and, and okay. I feel like he's got some some real room to grow. I think like I think he's going to be one of the ones that a specialist is going to play him. Like has been the case several times and is going to ruin lives, <laughs> uh, especially because he has more guard point than anyone else in the game. Mm-hmm. Like he, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. he can just throw out a hard punch and stop caring, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's still the whole like Antonov exists because <laughs> like I mean re- I really hope Inferno Kong's happy right now because Antonov feels fucking dumb. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, power creeps is, is tough, but what's good about this one, it's kind of like everybody. Yeah. Right? So Yeah, most characters got crept, and honestly, it's also, after 14, some of these characters fucking needed it. Yeah. And then yeah. with the system changes that that are somewhat nerfs, 
when you power creep even the good characters, it actually just kind of brings everyone in line. Right, so I, what I was about to say is 14 was definitely more, there was S and there was C, D tiers. The F tiers? Dang, who was F tier? Um, Chang was down there for a while. Tongue was down there for a while. Okay. Uh, Ramon was fringe of that for a while. Okay. Xanadu <laughs> was down there. He finally got buffed enough to B, D, and C tier. <laughs> it's a good sign for game balance when Benny is in top tier. Yeah, yeah. When, when Benny is in... <laughs> Uh, top tier out the gate, you're having a good time. Right. <laughs> yeah, and oh my god, that's definitely a character we're going to talk about. Vanessa? Oh, oh my yeah. god. Someone, someone's been laughing, Vanessa. Uh, dude, so obviously Capcom Cup was this weekend. I'll yeah. bring that up, but mostly because that will tell you why I haven't been able to put as much time into the game as I wish I could have. But while I was there, I was talking to Smug. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, man. Okay, look, I'm going to say it right now. I uh, got butthurt on Twitter. Why? Because he's like, yo, it's a girl Dudley? <laughs> no, that's what I was talking to him about, because he doesn't know anything about KOF. And so, Obviously. And his, and his all of his stream was like, you need to play Vanessa. He, and he, play Vanessa. he saw the picture of Vanessa, and he was like, okay, I guess. And then he's like, I picked her, and he was like, oh. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> yeah, out the gate. <laughs> oh, shout out to Smug, by the way. Smug is the best, dude. I mean, dude, like, just talking with him, he's, oh, God, what a genuinely awesome human being. Just one of those, like, happy to be there. Yeah, uh -huh, exactly, exactly. And he's, like, you can't tell from his streams and his, and his stuff, but he's really very humble. And he's very, like, he's actually kind of introverted, too. Huh. You know, like, when I was talking... So, so he's got, like, his, uh, like, on the stage face yeah, and private yeah, face yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Uh -huh. nice. Like, he, because when, you know how we all did the analyst desk? Mm. He was mad nervous about his, oh. him, you know, like, he's like, I don't know. Like, we were doing a practice session, and he was like, I didn't know what to say. Like, I wasn't, like, it was just, like, it was really cool to see that, so. But, no, I mean, Kenji... <laughs> What's that? Vanessa's outfit's fine. It's a shame color eight's her only color. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I respect that. And that's the cool thing, Kenji, is it's not just smug. It's everybody is enjoying this game. A lot of people are liking it. and yeah, like, like, like literally almost everyone who plays fighting games in any capacity is having a good time. And it's so funny, too, because like I actually wrote a tweet uh, in response to someone else. I was like, wow, everyone who said that they would play KOF if it had good netcode we're telling the truth. <laughs> it's actually true. Because, I mean, that's the thing, is the game is fun. And it's again, fun as hell. again, like, again, I, I hate deep diving into this because I know a lot of people don't necessarily agree with the whole heart, body, mind crap in different mm -hmm. fighting games. And I know you do. I know you do because we talk about it all I, the time. I don't even know how you actually disagree with it. Like, <laughs> but it's, it's a sound discussion. This is the thing, is that old fighting games were not designed in an environment where we had the ability to look up frame data. When Street Fighter 2 came out, we barely had the internet. Okay, when Street Fighter 2 came out, we barely had the move list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so we have a situation where fighting games are developed in a way to not to be able to enjoy them researchless. There's no website for frame data. There's no frame data apps. There's nothing like that. And so these games are designed to be like, I'm just going to throw a Honda headbutt and most people can't stop it. <laughs> like, yeah. you just, you dealt with it, you know, that kind of thing. 
And so many of the fighting games have moved away from that. And there's a little bit of a Tekken effect in there because I know Ed Boon has even said that he was a big fan of Tekken and that's what influenced a lot of MK11. I think Street Fighter V is very Tekken-like because of the concept of turns and all that stuff. But old fighting games were not like that. They would just like throw shit <laughs> let's, out. Let's give, let's give Cammy a three frames fierce. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> all right. And like... That's why I'm, like, enjoying this right now. That's why I talked about I when High Fight tweeted, like, his joke was kill neutral. Yeah. And it was just punch, punch. And I was like, God, I love this. Yeah. You know? Because, like, I mean, the thing is that there's really one of those, okay, first off, that is not top tier broken. Right. So uh-huh. it becomes, fucking answer it. Yeah. You stop him. <laughs> exactly. You tell him not to. Exactly. And... I just like having things be powerful again. I like being able to use Clark and use this ridiculous sweep. And if it's blocked, I live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, these are just things that I, I enjoy. And, you know, I was testing a bunch of stuff. And, like, most things are minus minus, but they push you out of range where it really doesn't matter. Which, you know? which brings us back to Vanessa. <laughs> Because I promise you, one of the biggest reasons why Vanessa is good in this game Mm -hmm. is that she has a, like, four or five frame crouch B, which means it's a low, that hits as far as some characters sweep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. fully confirmable. So, like, so, um, like, block Shuri. She's going to do a hurricane kick. Most characters don't get a real ass punish. Mm. And Vanessa's like, oh, full confirm. Thank you. (laughs) 50%. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be really interesting because um, this starts to make... So, for example, uh, Tekken is very universalized. Street Fighter is very universalized. Like, Tekken is about... You have your 10-frame punish, which is just A, or just punch, right? Left punch. And then you have everything from 12 and under. Moves are designed so that this move is a 12-frame punishable move. And then the next category is like the 13, and then there's the 15-frame punisher and whatever. And there's a few exceptions here and there. Then you get to Soul Calibur where they kind of do the same thing, except there's more exceptions. Mm. Like, uh, I think it's Sophitia has the super fast, just like the... Like 11, yeah, yeah, basically. Like, she can punish things that a lot more characters can and stuff yeah. like that. And then that. also Soul Calibur has the occasional, like, yeah, it's minus uh, minus 15 or whatever, but it also sidesteps. So you have to have a 15-frame tracking. Yeah, finish, yeah, yeah. You know. Or just even the fact that, like, uh, in Soul Calibur, like, things just push so far away yeah. in that game. Like, Killix 4-4-B, where he, like, stabs you, it's, like, minus, like, 18 or 16 or something like that but if you block it even at point blank range you end up so far away it's one of those i I call it functionally safe right exactly and and that's what i just feel like you know kof is doing a lot of and 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 i like that i like having that kind of situation because what that ends up is it puts the game back in neutral which everybody wants to talk i like neutral i like everyone's always like a neutral okay Okay, well, unless you're unless you're Ralph in those situations, then you just use your mobility. Right. And so, you know, uh, neutral is overrated as a as a qualifier of quality of a fighting game. Because, oh, because it's too fucking vague for right, starters. Right. Uh-huh. One, but at the same time, neutral is fun, right? Mm-hmm. That that whole I'm trying to get in. That's why I started playing zoners. Dude, zoners. I, I, you a know, good zoner is so fucking if, fun. If people hate zoners, you just gotta try them, and then when you when it succeeds. Oh, if you if you really hate zoners, it also means stop playing grapplers. 
Because <laughs> that's what I did. I am so much happier. See, Never play a Capcom grappler ever again. Because you will get zoned and you will be miserable. And it's funny because like uh, they have a champion edition machine at the studio that nice. shot Capcom Cup. And so all these new players are just trying to play it. And even some people who are pretty decent at the game. And like someone, I think it was Jeremy or somebody, like they picked Guile against my Zangief. And I was like, let's go. Because like that's like one of my favorite matches in those games because it's so wildly not in Zangief's favor but I have played it so damn much. It's like one of my matches of expertise. Mm -hmm. One of the very first times I met Jason Wilson, he came to UCLA. I didn't know who he was. He knew who I was. God, it's part of the, fun of the funniest story. Uh, but like we were playing Super Turbo and he played Guile and I played Zangief and I beat his Guile with his Zangief and he was just like, you know, like kind of like shocked by that. But then, you know, after a while, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm Jason Wilson. I know the FGC, blah, blah, blah. He's and Jason Wilson, by the way, done a lot of good things for the FGC. He was one of the first people to put articles in Tips and Tricks magazine. You know, oh. He was one of the writers for that and stuff like that. And he did. He, he still yeah. owns an arcade in Tennessee right now, I think, or something like that. Uh, where he does a bunch of stuff but funniest thing he's like yeah i know you. you're james chen you're the guy who went to like brazil and beat everybody in x-men versus street fighter oh that's funny i was like what the fuck and then to the funniest thing about it was that wasn't the only time i've ever heard that afterwards someone else said the same thing and every and like <laughs> i was like i've never been to brazil before yeah, but it was the people printed out your FAQs yeah. and you were known there. There's a difference. Right. Oh, yeah. No, Tips and Tricks was actually really good in its heyday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, when I wanted to pay attention to fighting games, that was actually the magazine I looked at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, I, I mean, that was actually, I think it was Tips and Tricks is the first time I heard of John Joy. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, no, I have not actually been to Brazil yet. I have not yet. One of these days, I will. But... Side story aside, it's just, you know, zoners, if you play a zoner, like, play them. You'll find out, one, it's way freaking harder than you think it is, and two, when it works, God, it feels good. Yeah. No, especially <laughs> because, like, I will say, developers have gotten a lot more competent at designing zoners nowadays, because, uh, uh, like, you know, old Guile, old Sagat, like, not S-T-O Sagat, uh, but, like, uh, Sagat back in the day. Right, right. You could just fucking chuck shit, <laughs> and, like, half the cast just couldn't even play, right. you know? <laughs> And now we've got, like, I remember when I played Guile in Street Fighter V for the first time, I threw a boom and I got reaction jumped in on full combo, and I was like, wait, what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, yep. Um, so, like, no, it's... Tips and Tricks magazine was actually under the Hustler brand. Hmm. Uh, so it was the, the that parent company. Huh. And so apparently their offices were right next to it. I had a friend, a different person, well, had a friend who used to work at Tips and Tricks. It's not a friend anymore. Let's just put it that way. Um, but Unnecessary details. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. there was one I knew time, a guy. Yeah, there was one time he uh, was like, here, I'm going to bring you a bunch of free Tips and Tricks magazines. And he just handed me a bunch of like Hustler magazines. I was That's like, funny. I was like, uh, why? That's funny. <laughs> Oh man! But, um, um, but anyway, so so neutral, neutral, and, yeah, and, and the mobility in KOF how it changes everything plus roll plus hops and everything, and and because everything pushes you into neutral, you play that a lot. And so what I'm really hesitantly looking forward to, um, I really want to see Justin keep going because I think that a Marvel player might actually adapt to KOF's bullshit very well. Justin is going to be able to 
play this game so well. I mean, when he won that KOF 2002 tournament that I that I always tell the story. Yeah, yeah just because he won on fucking fundamentals. He was. I was like, "Have you played it before?" He's like, "No, I just pretended it was 98." <laughs> God damn it, Justin. But yeah, you give him good running, a good DP, and just the mind game. Mobility, evasion yeah. tools, neutral, and he doesn't have to study frame data so he can run on instincts when he needs to. Right. And and that's And the, it's like what what's what really separates uh like hyper hop from Marvel 2 Tridash? Mm-hmm. Oh, more reaction time? Right. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> Justin fought Laic, uh, the best Rio player out there. I need to go watch that because, remember, I was trying to learn Rio and I, c- I couldn't quite get him. Yeah. So. And, I mean, we're, we're, still, we're still seeing some of it, too. Like, Andy OCR has basically fully transitioned to an SMK player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is whooping a bunch of asses. Yeah, and, again, it's because Andy OCR was a Street Fighter Four fan. And Street Fighter Four was, you know, more crazy like that. Yeah, so. more willing to let you play on instincts more mm-hmm. dumb stuff and less about i memorized that i'm minus three here and i can do this and you can't and yeah. yeah it's 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 a so i want to see justin stick with this because he's probably going to be just an absolute fucking terror i think i think a lot of people are going to stick with this because everyone i've talked to and again you know it, it's tough because i know that's people like Smug, like Justin, like myself even, can be interpreted as influencers and stuff like that. But I can tell you, when I talk to these people, like, that's the one thing I like about the FTC. A lot of these guys are a lot more genuine than you actually think that they are. And when I talk to yeah, them... Yeah, especially I'm, now that Justin stopped playing a heel. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I think I've told you this multiple times. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. I used to hate Justin, and then I met him. And I realized that him being a douche on stage was an act. I've told you my story, right? Yeah. When he first... So I had my room downstairs, oh, yeah. the one that you're in, and I decided to... Oh, thank you, Mega... Meg... Meg... Megamphiblum. Mega MF Supreme Iblum? I don't know. Thank you <laughs> for the subscription. Uh, but when I first opened oh, that... I think, it, I think it's Mega and then a six-digit acronym. Probably. Like, motherfucker, it's Black Lives Matter. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, when uh, I Sam first Jackson. when I first opened up the um, oh no, Justin still has shit takes. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, that's not a heel. That's, 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 <laughs> so when I first opened up the room, right? So and I decided so to rent it out because mm-hmm. at first I didn't. I was trying to have it be like my own like little arcade gathering place, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna rent it out. Uh, Gutex was the one who told me, he's like, hey, Justin's trying to move mm. out to the West Coast. You might want to talk to him. <laughs> this story. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, Justin, I guess. Like, maybe I'll ask him because he's, he's kind of an asshole. Like, he's a cocky little yeah, fuck you kid ghosts. or whatever. And I was just like, ah. So he came out for the Active Gamers Tournament. They flew him out here for that, and uh, that was a whole fiasco. But while he was there, I drove him and his girlfriend at the time to my house to show him the room. And I showed him the room, and I was like, here's the room. And his girlfriend's just walking around. She's Because I was like warning them how small the room was. And his girlfriend was walking around. She's like, this place is huge. 
<laughs> she walked fucking into, New York studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She walked into the closet and she was like, this closet is bigger than Justin's room is right now. <laughs> I still think that's an exaggeration. Yeah, yeah, but, for sure. Because I've, I've definitely sat there and like, I could not, I'm not sure I could fit like a, a, a military cot in that Right, closet. exactly. Uh, but like, I could, but barely. Yeah. And then but, after oof. Justin moved in, my God, he is like the most respectful introverted like super kind yeah, it, was, it was only like the second or third time i met him was over here because right, i was like uh, hanging out with everyone because right, it was like marvel yeah. 3 uh-huh. and like he was just like the nicest guy I was happy to be there happy everyone was here <laughs> playing games like there was, you could not have found a problem right and like oh man i it's just it's i remember talking to him i was like God, you're like so loud and cocky with Marvel and everything. And he just literally told me, he's like, it's New York Marvel. He's like, if you're not like that, you will get eaten alive. It's like, you have to be. And I was like, makes sense. <laughs> what are you standing up for? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I mean, so far everyone's playing this game. And like I said, the genuine joy that I am hearing from people like Smug and, you know, when I talk to them and everything, it's just, it seems like, there is so again, you know, fighting games obviously cater our scene right now. It's changing because of games like Street Fighter Five, but the previous generation was self-selected for these games that are more heart-based and less analytical, like this, right? Less frame data intensive. So a lot of the old school people who do love fighting games remember video games, fighting games of that nature, and KOF feels that way. And so there's something about the game that definitely brings out a lot of that old school yeah. joy. I mean, because I mean, <sighs> I mean, you probably everyone in the chat has been around long enough to know how many people quit with street fighter 5 mm -hmm. that they were just so unhappy with it that they just they bailed right. and it's pretty much that feeling right, right there is that i don't want to have to study for a fucking like final term paper to learn how to play a character yeah it's interesting so chrissy rocks has a very interesting question this is probably something to talk about too is which of the platforms is having the most players i think on pc on average is around 4.55 k i'm kind of worried right now because outside like the street fighter community and actually strive has kind of gotten a little nah, strive is a little but like street fighter community is really good about playing on ranked and so people searching for ranked matches tend to find matches very very quickly the anime community has had a history of being very bad about ranked because the net code was bad you just didn't want to deal with that. Yeah. So everybody was in lobbies all the time. I've read uh, something from a Japanese player that Fubarduck translated that Japanese players are not playing on ranked because they're getting freaked out that people are content vulturing their matches. Mm. That they're streaming it from the other side or whatever like that. And they don't want people to study them. and yeah. Or they're just like, That's wait a right. second. This doesn't feel right that you're streaming my matches. And like... It's it's oh, yeah. it's really interesting. Oh yeah, pro tip, Ramon Sobot's an overhead, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but no, it's interesting. Like, so there's, a, there's a major note in there we need to talk yeah, about. Yeah, but you know. definitely I feel like that there is a danger that there's not going to be as many people playing on ranked and we may run into that kind of problem. Well, Hopefully we can fix though, that. Some people so. have already reached the top rank. Right. Like, they're all like uh, legit uh, champions. Right, right, right. Um, so... PC has a large player base right now. Uh -huh. uh, PS4 probably also has a very similar player base. I don't have any of the hard numbers. However, 
while the PC version does run the smoothest, it actually has the most problems in matchmaking. Okay. okay. So so that's an, an issue, too. Like, if you're struggling to find matches in ranked on PC, it might actually also be because the PC has a little bit of issue with matchmaking. Right. While the PS4 version, for instance, you know, it has the extra, you know, two or three frames of input delay, but the matchmaking and lobbies are way smoother. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it is what it is. Okay. How do we feel about the in-game tutorial? I still all, haven't fucking done it. All fighting game in-game tutorials are garbage. Again, that's just my opinion. Okay, I, I don't always agree because mm-hmm. uh, how long did it take us to figure out Tap Jump and Samurai Showdown without the tutorial? <laughs> okay, um, fair enough. Fair enough. Here's the thing is that... But um, he says, I think the community has done a much better job teaching me the intricacies, basically the combo structure, so I thank you guys for that. So you're welcome. Ooh. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, I'm not taking any credit for it. That's probably the rest of the community. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, for sure. However, I do have friends who have gone through the tutorial because their first KOF, and it did give them at least the basics. Right. Like, it, it, it told them that, you know, these short jumps exist and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or, like, this is how rolls exist. You're still vulnerable to being thrown when you roll, stuff like that. Like, that's stuff that you should have on the very ground level. Right, but right. But most of these tutorials are built for... I've never played KOF and barely play fighting games. Right, exactly. So like, so I, I, I go from I, I go from nothing to crawl, but nothing teaches good people how to go from crawl to walk or walk to run. Right, and that's the core problem. That's the exact answer I was going to give to Razalicious about VF4. Is that VF4's tutorial is amazing. The hardest thing about all fighting game tutorials is it's all there, and so as you progress through the game, you just a lot of people just go to the first tutorial and sit through the whole tutorial. And then by the time you get to the point where VF is teaching you, like, do this unsafe move that can only be punished by block. The computer's going to randomly throw you with one of the three directions, input all three option selects into the throw to avoid and, and do this, you know, five out of seven times. Go! Like... And Blue does the same thing. Yeah, by the time you get to that point, like, you shouldn't be there... Like, tutorials should unlock based off of your rank. You know what I mean? Like, you go online, you're bronze, it shouldn't, you should only have access to a tiny bit of tutorials. Again, I it's not know. the greatest way to do it, but... Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the partial agree. Right. The partial um, agree. I think doing, like, time release tutorial in some capacity might be good, because it goes from, okay, now you can crawl. Go fuck off for a while, <laughs> right. and then come mm-hmm. back when you're ready to learn more. We'll provide you more. But yeah, also, the, yeah, the big problem is that everyone wants to sit through the whole thing in one chunk. And the fact is, is that humans don't work that way. Right. Yeah. We yeah. we will not absorb everything if we do it in that one chunk. Right. And like, I still want games because I mean, I was even told like Street Fighter Four. You know how Smash Brothers, after you win, there's like distance traveled, how many times you did that stuff. The Switzerland trophy. Yeah. Someone told me who works in the FGC, the fighting games developing, says that like a lot of games already do that. It's just that that information is never put anywhere. So that sounds right. It, there's just no, you know, we don't get that data showing up anywhere. Hmm. We need stuff like the game is just like I noticed you blocked seven jump ins hmm. and never anti aired. Here's your anti air tutorial. So, so one thing I will give to KOF in a bizarre manner mm-hmm. that I think actually is cohesive with this idea. There was uh, no way I was going to phrase it, whatever. Have you tried ranks mode yet? I have not yet. That puts you in a series of AI battles. 
Oh right, yeah, 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 to try yeah, to yeah, like yeah. gauge what your yeah, skill yeah, level yeah, yeah. is, yeah, some of and the then maybe so, yeah. so maybe unlocking the tutorial based on that performance, right? Yeah, would be actually pretty cool. Guilty Gear does that as well, and I think uh, Grand Blue did that as well. They make Guilty you, Gear, yeah, I don't fucking remember. Yeah, anything. Guilty Gear made you play a bunch of computer first, so. Um, so one of the reasons, so another thing uh, on top of all this discussion, oh. I also have He's to... He's speaking for you. Yeah, I have to, I have to, he already knows, he already knows that text tutor tutorials and that kind of stuff, which is called a tutorial, by nature, I think makes them bad tutorials. The tutorials like Break the Targets, like the Home Run Contest to me, are still the best tutorials in all of fighting games. You know what would be good then is to have like um to replace that type of tutorial. Like okay, so we have a break the target tutorial or whatever, mm -hmm. like feel out your character, but then you have a like a visual glossary. And that's what the old tutorial will become. Like what is a safe jump? And then you have this video and then you have a little mission to do a safe jump because your mm -hmm. character has it or like fucking roll, block, tech for Right, us. right, right. And mm -hmm. rather than making that story, you just put that in the glossary so that it's understood as, like, this is the throw chapter. If you <laughs> want to check your, you know, check uh, your resources on this, but it's not a tutorial. Right. It's, it's you're doing research. I mean, there's a, it, there's a difference. Because let's think about this, right? Let's think about this. This, I mean, like I said, this was something that I used to be like, I'm not telling them because it's a great idea. And these days, whatever, fuck it, I don't care. But, like, I want, like, a side-scrolling, like, like obstacle course for fighting games, right? Fighting herds. Yes, exactly <laughs> like fighting herds, which is why I loved what a lot of fighting herds was doing. But can you imagine if at one point in time you're just playing the game where you're running along and there's little cannons on the ground, they shoot little cannonballs like boo, like a bullet bill at you, but you can't block standing. So you learn to block low block it, right? You should learn to block it, and then there's cannons that aim up and they shoot the cannons like this, and you can't low block them so you learn to high block them now all of a sudden your goal is to break some targets and the cannons are shooting targets at you that come at you from the sky now you're thinking about you first block them and now you're seeing that they're targets and now you want to hit them out of the air like i literally want a wall that dies by three by like uh damage mm -hmm. right so you need to do this much damage to this wall but you don't know if it's vulnerable or not. It flickers between invincible and not invincible. So you're going to walk them and go jab, jab. You hit it, DP. Guess what? You're learning hit confirming all of a sudden. Because you're going to walk them and go jab, jab. Oh, it's invincible. Stop. Walk up. Jab, jab. You hit it, DP. Well, and then instead of being invincible, maybe it takes like a defensive stance so it pushes you away if you're wrong. Or something like yeah. that. But you're getting what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And so I have some walls that die by hits. have some walls that die by damage. Etc. Etc. And you just give someone an obstacle course, make it so that you have to jump over a wall, but there's a target behind the wall, and so normally you could just jump over, turn around, and try to hit it, or you could learn to use your cross-up attack in the air, and all of a sudden you hit faster. You can break the target faster and do things with less time. Etc. Etc. Yeah. And actually, like I was thinking, it would be like like a nest's room or something. Like you're running around as Kula trying to deal with this shit, but. Making it a metal slug obstacle course would be kind of <laughs> fucking solid. Dude, like a, like, a, like a military training Yeah, because yeah. then you can have like the random zombies and shit uh -huh, and you're like, uh -huh. oh, kick them out of the way. Yeah, Where? exactly. And and that's what I think. So it's so funny because the Street Fighter 2 training bonus rounds were actually surprisingly really good at this stuff. You know, when you bounce the barrel and it didn't break, you had to adapt. And so sometimes you would learn to jab and cancel it. Yeah, the barrel was good. The car was just fun. No, the car 
is actually by far more excellent than anybody gives it credit for because it takes only four hits to kill it on one side. So if you are used to the one player side, it forced you to jump to the other side. Okay, I'll give you on that. And then it had the high part and the low part, and a lot of the moves wouldn't destroy that destroyed the top of the car wouldn't hit it anymore. So you had to learn to crouch and attack. The car, strangely enough, had a lot more fundamental teaching than we would have imagined. I always yeah. wondered as a kid, why does it only take four hits to break on one side and then you have to jump to the other side? It's because they're forcing yeah, you to Yeah, because they don't want you to around. stand still and match. Right, yeah. and they wanted to force you to learn how to do stuff in the opposite direction. You know what I mean? And there's just a lot of really cool things like that and it's just, it's interesting and I feel like... It's like Mega Man opening stage. <laughs> Mega Man X. Exactly. Every character needs a customized Mega Man X opening stage to help you learn the character. Now, the problem is... So, yeah, okay, so Mortal Kombat was ass. It just taught you how to mash faster. Yeah, uh-huh. The biggest problem, honestly, with that is that it's going to cost a fuck ton of money to make a tutorial for every character. Yeah, especially because you're going to be modifying some of your game engine to support it, too. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, because the thing is, like... <sighs> Let's go back to Guilty Gear Iska. <laughs> oh, God. Guilty Gear Iska is a great engine to do this sort of thing because it's already like actually an open side scroller right. and you have the turnaround button. Mm-hmm. Because if you ever play a normal fighting game where you have to jump over something and turn around, instantly it sucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instantly. So maybe do something about like, you know, like, oh, this is one you can jump over. Camera locks. Now you're in, like, that's the center and then you have to. Uh, but yeah, 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 anything yeah. other than uh-huh, that shit uh-huh. just sucks. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I'm going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, Crazy Rocks, don't worry. We'll have well a whole... Aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I just want to say, I am so proud of the community. I got tagged no less than ten times. <laughs> I haven't even actually counted, but I know it's at least ten times I've been tagged in that dude, mod. I'm so, so funny, happy. Dude. It's so funny. Muscles for Mary, dude. <laughs> uh, but, so I'm definitely going to talk about that like on its own topic yeah. in the moment. But that that's my opinion on tutorials. And again, this is totally off the topic here, but this is just kind of how... I, but I don't think it is off topic. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because uh-huh. it's worth noting also that, you know, KOF 13 is the home of clickbait for these missions are so hard. Right, yeah. And then KOF 14's missions were laughable. And, 15, <laughs> and 15's missions... I did the mission in 14. <laughs> and 15's missions are not much better. Right. Uh-huh. They are... I mean, here's the thing. is that they're for the, lo- for the most part, they're at least practical, mm-hmm. which is better than, you know, the Street Fighter 4 challenges where, bitch, nobody's going to do most of yes, those ever. exactly. Uh-huh. I, God, I was so mad. The, there, is, there is a one stupid challenge in Street Fighter 4 that I still like because it's stupid, because it teaches you something. Which one, was it the Run Stop Fierce one? With nope, the... nope. It was, uh, I think it was, like, Makoto's final one, mm-hmm. where she had to, like, do a focus crumple into, like, dash punch cancel into supers, or uh, into no, ultra. But if you dashed up on them, the hitbox actually shifted, and you were not uh, at range. You had to walk up, and then right, the combo yeah, works fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that taught uh-huh. me, because I was like, oh, if I walk up, because my dash actually has a different collision mm-hmm. box than my standing or walking. Dude, Street Fighter 4 was full of Sakura was the worst yeah. at it. Oh, God, I hated that. But, yeah, 15's trials are not challenging to people who like hard some of the, some of the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Players new to KOF, yeah, they, you know, they're going to have, they're going to struggle because, I mean, they're going to find a lot of things difficult. 
Yeah, one of the one of the craziest things about it too is that there's just a lot of things that are in the game that are like that there's shortcuts in the game that don't make sense too. That that so for example, I remember when we were I was trying to do Terry, you know, uh rising tackle into power geyser. Mm. And I was like, shit, I gotta do DP quarter. DP circle, down back, back down forward. Yeah, and all of a sudden I was like, this is crazy. And then someone in my chat was just like, just do DP half circle forward. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. The down down to back doesn't exist anywhere in this. Yeah, but you can skip corners a lot of time. And it just worked. Uh-huh. And it just worked. And that's the thing is a lot of a lot of this game has weird shortcuts like that 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 it's, will make it's like a little l- bit easier. Loose interpreting. Yeah. Kind of uh-huh. Well, I mean, because also don't forget, like, I know this probably isn't relevant to the conversation, but even so, have you ever seen Fatal Fury One's command inputs? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> dumb shit in those endpoints. <laughs> so you have to start making the interpreter looser and looser, and then they make the commands looser, but keep the same interpreter. Right, right. It's still Dude, better than KOF 94. No, 94's inputs are dumb. Rugal, that's not actually just literally do DP, half circle forward. Yeah, so it's forward, down, down, forward, forward, back to down to forward. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm literally doing DP half circle forward mm-hmm. and it just comes out because I guess the first down the down in the DP counts as the first down and then you, and then skip you hit the down. back yep. and then you just go to back and it just all works so it's it's crazy yeah. now, I mean it, one of the reasons why I couldn't play 13 Savior Gabriel was because I couldn't do neutral standing heavy punch into DP because I would mm. throw him because 13 and every KOF before that had the problem that if I hit heavy punch and then forward it would correct itself into a throw <laughs> which reminds me don't play Ash because Ash has a bug right now where he can ru- he can throw while running. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they're still they're still better, and I honestly I do feel like this is probably one of the better overall input interpreters they've had in a oh, while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, free. I, free. I, I mean, because like I don't even have a problem with a lot of things just in yeah. general. Well, especially on the PC outro, Gabriel. I was talking to Arturo about that. He was like, Arturo was like. Yeah, the PC has like 1.4 frames of delay. He was like, "It's pretty buttery." He was smooth. like, "There's no fighting game that's ever done that." He's like, "I don't know what they did." <laughs> oh, I mean, I, there might be something that I wonder. So, a lot of fighting games are definitely optimized for the primary console skew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most of the time, that's the console skew that's going to be the PS4 one, right? I wonder if KOF was actually optimized for PC because that was an early, because they've been working on Unreal. Right. It's only their Could second be. Unreal Could game, be. so it might actually have been PC main SKU, huh. and then it's ported to PS4. Could be, Could which, be. Which, which from a development standpoint, the way Unreal works, that actually kind of makes sense, mm. and so that would explain. And so everything else is just whatever the native issue is with Unreal. Oh, Oda said PS4 was main skew. Interesting, huh. interesting. Okay. Well, so so here's the thing. By, by the way, here's the thing. Real quick, saying that was the main target is making is more saying making sure it runs well on PS4. Right. But it could have been developed, developed more smoothly on PC. on PC with the goal of making the port to PS4 perfect. Right. Now, uh, someone did say with the matchmaking that you had to change. Like I saw Giuna retweet about it that. He was trying to match make mm, to uh, yes. Japan players, but because he had his console in English, they use your language as opposed to your region 
to determine yeah. who they matched you with. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, apparently it's a Windows thing, even. Oh, it's actually okay, a Windows okay, setting, okay, if okay. I recall correctly. Um, okay, it's been it, mentioned three times, I'm just gonna go ahead and cover it. Yeah, there was an interview recently with Oda, who said that, <laughs> or they were like, Hey, are you gonna, you gonna keep doing stuff with Unreal? You know, you're doing alright. Uh, and he's like, we're working on a game right now using Unreal. We'll see how things go. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I've oh. already got a new project going? Okay, okay. 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 That's all we know. But it's still like, just outright said, yeah, we got a new game in the works. Cool. You don't know shit, but it's a game, and it's in (laughs) Unreal. Sweet! Uh, I mean, it would be kind of sick if they made kind of like a crazy new metal slug, but... uh, why are you looking at me like that? Okay, look, I'm I'm not against Metal Slug by any means, but uh-huh. but I've got Metal Slug Tactics coming, so I don't need a mainline Metal Slug right now. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. just had Sam show, so I don't Neo know. Neo Turf Masters, dude. Let's you know, go. funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You kind of look like the guy on the on the on the game. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You kind of have that look, dude. You kind of have the look. So uh, that's an original Neo Turf Masters marquee. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just got set up for it. Perfect. What's the best pre-made team in 15? Asks Converse. Uh, in terms of canon? No, he just, I, just guess, like, I think he just wants to play uh, as a team. Okay, honestly, they're all really good. Uh-huh. I have some of my personal preferences. Uh-huh. Um, it also depends on what archetypes you're looking for. Uh, but if I'm going to recommend one just strictly on out-the-gate power, probably just go with either Ikari or Ashteen. Ooh, interesting. Because I, I also think that... Um, uh... Fatal Fury team is a good one because Terry is buff. Joe Terry, is good. Ter- Terry's buff. Joe's a fucking monster. And, and I think Andy is kind of underrated right now because I was yeah. testing some stuff with him and I was like, oh, we'll turn on the game later. I'll yeah. show you what I mean about yeah. his jump CD. Yeah, no, Agent's really good. I'm actually debating playing Agent in its entirety. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, I do think that uh, Sacred Treasures team is kind of nice just because if you want a team where everybody has a DP. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I, I would say, like, out the gate, the first thing I would do is touch Ikari. Because you have two really strong, not difficult characters out the gate. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ralph and Clark are both crazy strong, yeah. and they're not difficult to play. Yeah, Leona's kind of weird, because her she's game weird. plan is not obvious. Like, mm-hmm. when I play her, I'm like, she's got Tina's all this... busted. I don't know how to blend all of Leona's tools, but after playing against David for a while, he was like... Leona's was really annoying because, mm-hmm. like, I it's just again being able to change your jump arc is just mm-hmm. really powerful. So yeah, no team Ash, I think actually overall might be one of, if not the strongest canon team. Mm-hmm. Uh, just here's my thing: if Elizabeth is the worst member of the team, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> is Kukri that good right now? I think Kukri is a problem. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cronin and Angel. That's Team Team Cronin. Cronin. That's just Team Cronin. Yeah. Uh, But you can also refer to it as Team Nests if you are Mm -hmm. so inclined. But yeah, it's Team Cronin. Yeah. No, Terry is definitely scary. He 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 robs games basically. You know, just oh, I hit you. You're dead. Yeah, it's scary. Um, That is true. Ash might be the quote worst due to execution barriers. Yeah, no, he's he's going to be the most difficult of the three to play. But Ash is a walking pile of one touch kill. 
so <laughs> world end is getting body uh no no Luong. no the see uh, Hyder and isla is rivals team secret agent is vanessa mary Luong. yes yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah ramon's uh, i mean again ramon you're saying is not great but he's at worst a b yeah so yeah, he's every, not a, he's not bad he, he might be the worst character in the game but that still leaves him at like b tier mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. and like classic Ramon players are still gonna right. fuck you up because they know how to scare you into blocking and getting grabbed. Yeah, so Mighty Max, I'll tell you a couple things of Leona against Zoner. She can run under some fireballs, right? And she can run under some. Having uh, slasher is godlike. The air, you know, diving attack is very useful. And then one six six B, the little hoppy kick is mm. kind of a dumb button. It's um, pretty good. But also, if you can learn to do it, it's a little bit tougher, but learn to do the Kara of 2A into mm. 6B. So you'll see it if it'll, the kick will be way faster. And so I'll do that in neutral because it's just a lot faster than the regular one. So it's actually really cool. Dude, I'm still, I'm still so glad they took away Yashiro's CD. <laughs> how did they take it away? Do you not remember how dumb it was? It was full-blown no, no, chariot No, 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 no I'm just saying, how did they take it away? doesn't travel as far. Does, oh, it's, okay, it's, it's okay, disactive. okay, okay. Uh, the EX0 frame bug? Which one was that one? There was some Jenkins startup with something. I don't remember exactly oh, okay, what it was. Okay, But yeah, no, uh, I mean, the game... <laughs> oh, oh, no, that's still there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Invest- yeah, the, the canceled plink EX move is getting screwed if you up. Plink yeah. it, yeah, you will miss it a lot of the yeah. times, and that messes me up a lot. Actually, it messes. I drop so many things in this game because of that. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of other interesting system things to talk about. Like we can get to it if we touch the game, whatever. Because mm-hmm. um, I have some, I have a few frustrations with some of their design decisions in the game that seem to kind of come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Yeah, um, out Gabriel, outro Gabriel. A lot of people are doing that. He's using the macro for EXs. So I have a problem in Street Fighter Five and every other game that every time I do EXs, I just hit three buttons. Because in the arcade, even if it was two buttons to do it, they made it two buttons because that way, if you hit three buttons, the chances of you of hitting two of them on the same frame were really, pretty really good, high. Yeah. And so I've always been used to yeah. that. So um, I, I, I ne- Marvel did the same thing with the supers. Right, and so I could never uppercut EX uppercut with Akuma. Because you teleport. I teleported 100% of the time. That's why I stopped playing Seth. Exactly <laughs> right. that reason. Yep. No, actually, I found out with my with my friend, my friend who I used to play Guilty Gear with all the time, the reason why Seth's teleport is really bad is because you can't negative edge it. Mm. It was a bug. Like, that was one of the only things that could negative. So if you negative edged it, it would always come out as the uh, DP instead or whatever it was. So, mm. um, But again, putting the two punches and two kicks for the macros makes it easier. I'm wondering if I could train myself to just get used to hitting all three buttons again to do my EXs. So that way I don't have to, because my biggest problem right now, it's a four game button. So whenever I have to go to the macro, it's like when you're playing guitar here and you've got to shift your hand mm, up and down. Yeah. I get messed up that way. Yeah. So. And honestly, like I'm just keep forcing myself to get used to it because Vanessa, your fingers dance damn near as much as like, Top level zeros in Marvel. Mm-hmm. You are hitting every button like you're trying to fucking play Guitar Hero. Right, yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. It's twister with your fingers, dude. And so trying to incorporate the two punch and two kick 
actually fried my brain. And so I just like, nope, nope, not, yeah, doing, yeah, it. Yeah. not doing it. So new Over. players getting destroyed by KOF vets with one button. I mean, the thing about it is, honestly, it happens in every fighting game. It just happens in every fighting game. Can, can you imagine coming to Street Fighter for the first time and then you fight, like, you know, any player we've mentioned in the past hour and... Do you remember the Excellent Adventures? <laughs> they literally had Justin on, had to play Honda, and pressed one button. Yeah. And they were in ranked. Yeah. That shit happens. <laughs> that shit yep. was happening 10 plus years ago. Yeah. It's going to happen now. now. Uh, that's the thing, right? I mean, sometimes, like, I still remember, I forgot if it was somebody that I was playing against or I was watching something, but it was really interesting because... I don't think it was me because I distinctly remember it was someone who was good playing ranked against someone who wasn't as good and they were like trying to teach the guy. Like they did one move over and over again that you could like crouch under. So he would like crouch and be like, this is what you can do, you know, kind of thing. Or you can be a troll like the guy who plays on my Soul Calibur stream Manta and kills you with two moves because he thinks it's fun. Yeah. Jerk. <laughs> I love Manta. He's he, he he totally. Oh, it might have been. Yeah, Eris was watching that. I think it was, or either that was Eris was trying to teach them, or something like yeah. that. So no, and I mean, like, so I played a few matches of ranked for the first time last night on my potato fucking oh, machine. Dang. Okay. Okay. And um, I OCV'd every match I had with Dolores. <laughs> And I'm not even that good. Like, right. Dolores is fucking yeah. dumb. Uh -huh. She's uh -huh. mad dumb. But, yeah. like, it, it happens. If you're less comfortable with the game, you're going to have a mm -hmm. harder time. Yeah, hold buffer is very, very hold useful, Hold buffer too. is so funny. Now, hold buffer is interesting because the hold buffer is a small window. They, I think someone said it's like 10 frames. It's about, or, last I checked, it was 13. 13 I, haven't, I, haven't, I think it was 13. I haven't cross-verified it to be sure right. in KOF 15, but I think it's about 13 yeah. frames. However, I will say that for advanced cancels, it's a lot longer than that. Because there are some that I hit them stupid okay, early. So, so I'm... <laughs> So I disagree. Uh-huh. I think some of them the cancel window is just that fucking big and it just oh, gets it. Oh right, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there's times uh -huh. where I did like the Mary Climax cancel. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't even hold it, it still counted. It oh, just no, it just no, waits no. like a half a second before it does the super. Flash. Right. There's just this giant window where they're like, if you yeah. hit it any time during year it counts. Yeah. Um also, yeah. yeah, Cronin Cronin's really good. He's really quite good. Um they did fix some of his problems. They did nerf some of his dumb shit from okay, a long time okay, ago, okay. but he is good as fuck. Um, yeah, Ray, I mean, Reynold is freaking also, ridiculous. Like, dude, Cronin's 3D is super good. Which one's that one again? Slide. Oh, the slide. Yeah, okay, 2C okay. and 3D are both super fucking good. Yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely know about... You, you please use the hold buffer thing. That is so it's important. It's life. It is yeah. so The important. only thing is, is it has to, you have to bear in mind that it only applies to motions. Yes. It does not apply to buttons. It does not apply to does max. Does it not apply to buttons? It does not apply to raw buttons. Really? At least not in the same window. It might apply like two or three frames early, right, but not right. the full 13. Okay, okay. It does not apply to max mode. It does not apply to one button follow ups. Mm, so like if you if you have Vanessa and you do down forward kick forward punch mm. and try to hold it, that punch is not coming. Okay, okay. Interesting. Because I know like for example, Clark has the EX uppercut into the command Oh game, yeah, you can hold that. Definitely hold that, hold that yeah. button. So yeah. 
Oh, I, so they made 3D cancelable now? Is that what it... Okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. yeah, no, because that's the thing. I feel like Cronin sucks shit in the beta. Right. Uh, because they were so scared of letting him be godlike again. Right. And I think they just took the kid gloves off and were like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah. Worst case scenario, we nerf him later. That's true. Does it apply to wake-up reversals? The Absolutely okay. does. Okay, so I'm going to have to remember that. Uh, uh, I'm also, still used to pianoing too much. Also, for your, uh, for your lab monster needs... Uh, this also applies to training mode recording reversal. So if you have when you when you do record a reversal in training mode, it gives you a three second countdown. Uh, uh-huh. Fucking put that that thing in at like the half second mark and just hold the button, and you'll get the frame one reversal on recording. Uh, so now when you hit playback, all the reversals are going to be frame one. Okay, okay. Which is how you really test safe jumps. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. So yeah, it applies even there. So yeah, okay. it's kind of the best. Yeah, I mean, I'm sad because, like I said, I haven't had a chance to play it. I mean, I did have a chance yesterday, the day before, but Capcom Cup just absolutely destroyed me. Basically, that's because so Angel tired. Neutral sucks. I want to play. <laughs> I want to play her, and I can't because her neutral sucks. Really, dude, uh, I I was doing like jump B and getting stuffed at point blank with jump C's and shit. Uh, like gotcha. all of her buttons are just really struggle yeah. bus. Oh, what's up, Novel Tataki? Yeah, what's shit. going on, dude? What's yeah. going on? Angel is super, like, struggle bus in neutral, mm-hmm. but the moment she touches you, she's the best Vortex character in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they still, they still nerfed her on top of that. <laughs> she got, uh, she got nerfed really hard, yeah. the more I'm seeing. Okay. But, okay. whatever. Um, well, let's, let's, let's shift gears a few times here, because sure, sure, we sure, got sure, a couple sure, of sure. topics to talk about, okay, and if okay, we want to okay. press buttons, we can press buttons. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so since this has already been spoiled, <laughs> this, okay, you know what, you can hold it. Hold this one. And then, I also am really a big fan of this. Uh, and more! So, uh, myself and Kitty actually dropped by Arcade Shock the other day. Because we've been talking to the owner of Arcade Shock. What uh, is Arcade Shock? Arcade Shock is your specialty store for purchasing arcade parts such as buttons, sticks, and even bags for your arcade sticks. <laughs> but they've also been in business for a long-ass time. And they have a bunch of really cool old stuff, including, like, old marquees from arcade cabinets that they no one else had any use for. So if you're like me... If you're like me and you're a big old nerd and want to collect shit, uh, I've been grabbing up some of the, like, SNK marquees. They even had, like, a magical drop marquee. All sorts of cool shit. So, uh, go ahead and head over to Arcade Shock and check them out, because some of this stuff's really cool. I definitely picked up the Neo Turf Masters one for the memes. I got the O3 marquee I was really happy about. I know. Got a Rage of the Dragons marquee. I know I have an Arcade Shock tin, because every Christmas Vin sends me cookies. That sounds right. (laughs) He sends me cookies every every single uh, every single Christmas, and it's adorable, and I love them. But I can't find my arcade shock tins right yeah. now. But anyway, because so, I definitely don't throw them away. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Vin over arcade shocks, good dude. Been talking to yeah. him a lot, especially Lots more of buttons, controllers, parts, things like that. So yeah, you came back with the mother load this last time. And right? I came back with a lot of marquees. Kitty bought a lot of marquees. We got a couple of posters and a couple of reproduction posters. Nice. Um, which is also recently I found out I I didn't even know this, but the old SNKCapcom.com like fan site. Yeah. Was him, and that, I didn't know that. That's crazy, dude. And yeah, so yeah. he's he's uh-huh. been in the community for ever. Like he was sharing actually old stories. 
from when SMK was in Torrance. <laughs> like, knew some of the guys over there and stuff, which is going to be a whole other topic for another day. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool. So we just, like, sat there and just chatted for hours and then, you know, shopped and spent a lot of money on picking up a bunch of old marquees yeah. for the collection so that eventually it's... I can hang them on the walls and mount them. It'll be awesome. There was one time I was, before when I was streaming, I used to give away a bunch of stuff. And Vin actually gave me a whole box full of stuff to give away. Sad thing about it is I still have that box. I haven't given away most of the stuff because <laughs> I'll tell you this right now, it's expensive to get. <laughs> oh, shipping? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, shipping sucks. So there was one time I was like the I went to ship like six or seven things to people and it cost me like almost two hundred dollars to send all that stuff. I was oh, like, trust me, that's something else I've been, uh, yeah, been making uh-huh. more aware of because uh, on a shift of subject, yeah, uh-huh. I have a huge, huge thank you to give to Doc Fugu. Mm, Fugu Tibetai. That's the one. Uh-huh. Uh, because he was kind enough, by the way, he lives in Japan for those that need context. Yeah, um, if you guys remember when I did the Kimono Michi restream, he was the guy who was jumping on to help me do the translations of the interviews. He was like jumping on the Discord calls and stuff. He's also the guy who literally, when those Street Fighter V tarot cards first came out, the tarot cards, he bought a box and then when he met up with me at Hey Arcade and gave them to me because he was like, I'd rather have someone to give this a better home than me. Yeah. And so like, it's gave... like, for me, they're just going to sit on a shelf and yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. You're going to like them. Right. So. so he gave them to So he's he's the homie. He's yeah, definitely the nicest homie. fucking guy. And uh, so he went over to the KOF pop-up shop for me. That's so cool. And thank you, Digital Arkham. I actually really Aww. appreciate that. Seriously, thank you. <laughs> um, oh, man. So, so yeah, Fugu went to the KOF pop-up shop for me. And so... I got, you know, a bunch of the acrylics and a little this, that, and the other. And, I'm go- of course, when it all arrives, I'm going to be revealing it on the show because mm-hmm. everyone needs to see the mm-hmm. cool shit, including some surprises that I don't know because I actually did get one of the invitation envelopes, and he refused to open it. Because <laughs> I was going to be like, you know, are you, you want to open it so I know what I got, so I know if I have to, like, go <laughs> jump around online to hunt something down. He's like, no. No. This, this is for you. This is your surprise. That's like, awesome. Oh. Watch it so, open. It's another Mary. <laughs> get to catch me. Yeah, I know. You'll be like, yes. Um. So, but because of that, also like, so one of the items we also got the wall scroll of all the waifus. Oh. And he's like, he had to spend a week looking for a good tube so that he could right. get it to ship and yeah. then put it with the package yeah. to get that send over uh, uh. and. And Dude. so, it, it should costly. You know what? They should have uh, the ability for him to just travel to the Zen Market building and be like, Here. one of your customers yeah, already has a box. <laughs> Can um, you just stick all this stuff in there for a cost? So, uh, Kenji, uh, we have no idea if slash when these are going to be on the SNK online shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and more to a point, I don't know how long it's even going to last. <laughs> Because, I mean, you saw it, like, did, did you see during the, the, the past two weeks, the Iori acrylic stand sold out, like, three or four individual times. Jesus Christ. And they had to restock it every time. So when they get to the Whoa. SNK online shop, who knows if it's just going to be whatever's left over and then that's it? Right. Like, we don't know anything. Nice. So that's, it's going to be a process, but I just can't wait for it to arrive and then I can show everybody and all the cool shit and... 
then like my giant Mary statue is supposed to be shipping uh, in the next week. So hey, speaking of waiting for things to arrive, <laughs> we can go to another topic. Perfect segue. <laughs> Uh, so someone in the chat already asked. Yes. Uh, did I get my PS4 Omega edition? No. It still has not arrived. And uh Okay, look, I'm fucking pissed. I'm just yeah. going to outright say it. Um like I'm like I we can we can talk about this in a like in a nice little thing of Appears the game outsold their expectations. <laughs> they really, they, they really didn't think that that many Americans were really gonna want to purchase a collector's physical edition of an obscure fighting right. game. Uh, On the other hand, what the fuck? Like yeah, I'm uh, actually pissed. Like if if I wasn't fortunate enough to get like the PC version, I would still be sitting here waiting for my PS4 copy and being like one of the guys not able to play. Mm-hmm. And like people are saying in the chat, I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if, like literally, if you got the PS4 Omega Edition, and especially if you bought it in store, there's a good chance you still don't have your fucking right because you reserved it at a physical store. Yep, and they just have not gotten. Yeah, it. Uh, they were kind enough to call me on the 17th to say, "Hey, we didn't get it. I'm sorry." Uh, we will let you know. Okay. Uh, okay. But I still call the store every so often to see if there's been any right. update. I Nobody mean, knows shit. Obviously, clearly, it's not GameStop's fault. For this okay, no, it's not that GameStop's fault. I have no idea whose fault it is. If it's Coke Media Distribution, oh, right, yeah, or yeah, 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 if GameStop yeah, yeah. is prioritizing online right, orders yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Okay, okay. But one way or another, like I do not have a game that a physical game that I pre-ordered in a physical store. Now, here's the question, Seiru. Which version did you get? Because there was also the other issue with the Omega <laughs> edition. Where is, we got fucking lied to. Yeah, so the picture, obviously, from the European version has a nice, beautiful jewel case for the CD collection. And everybody in Europe got a beautiful jewel case for the CD collection. But uh, everyone, okay. Mm-hmm. But everybody who got the American version, the CD came. Like the, the North American. The version, North American because the Canada version. version. I still yeah. I believe does the same thing. Uh, the uh, that one comes in a paper sleeve that you just get mm-hmm. hundreds of, you know, and and stuff. So yeah, um, <sighs> and that's on top of the fact that I still need to get my Japanese version because the. The advertising for the Omega Edition shows the picture in a frame and it tells you frame not included. All right, fine. But I've seen some of the photos of the Omega Editions and it doesn't look like it's even the same size picture. And I'm going to call that one misleading. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Uh, the American version literally did not get a jewel case. We got a paper sleeve, mm -hmm. but they didn't change the advertising at all. And that one I call an outright lie. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because, I mean, as a person who does still have an extensive CD collection. I know I'm one of the weird ones out there, but I like putting them in the shelf. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Especially because it's going to have, like, labels yeah. and, like, track lists and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, for stuff I used to, like, I, I don't even know if I've ever showed you this, but, like, I actually used to be obsessed with, like, making my own jewel case slip, slips and stuff like that. So No, but I definitely feel that. Yeah, when I burned my own... Darkstalker soundtrack CD with all the music from all three games. 
I printed out a whole Darkstalker slip that was folded and printed out. I, I printed out two of them. I Elmer's glued them to, together mm -hmm. so that they were like two size. And oh, so I did it. It was beautiful. Not only that, I, I, also, I also would put it into, uh, I had a CD player that I could open the lid and it would keep spinning. Uh -huh. And then I would drag a Sharpie, like a Spirograph. And so I'd have really cool spiral effects <laughs> on my CD <laughs> label. Oh, shit. That's way too advanced, <laughs> dude. <laughs> That's way too advanced. God, do I still have it here? Actually, I might even. But still. um, but yeah. So I, uh, I know that they decided to release it in the states at the last fucking second. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, so yeah. I guess they cut costs in the process. But I, this, the thing is, is that this isn't even the first time in the past decade they've had a fiasco like this right. with with pre-order and collector's editions. Because uh, man, that Dead Island fiasco was not okay. <laughs> And Please tell people what the Dead Island fiasco is. So, uh, Dead, I Dead Island uh, Riptide, I think was the name of the game. Uh -huh. uh, so, they, they unveiled their collector's edition for the game. And with, you know, with a big fancy collector's edition, you get a little statuette. And you're like, oh, that's cool. And it was uh, a mutilated woman's corpse. As if it had been assaulted <sighs> by zombies, beheaded, arms ripped off. And wearing a bikini. And that was a statue that was included in the collector's edition. And, uh... Yeah, that's... Obviously, there was a huge fiasco. <laughs> They're like, bro, you can't fucking do that. Right. So uh -huh, then they uh -huh. released an apology. They're like, yeah, that was in poor taste. We probably shouldn't have done that. And then a couple weeks later, it came out. Exactly as exactly is. Exactly as stated. Is exactly yeah, they, as Yeah, they apologized is. and changed nothing. <laughs> yep, the bikini zombie statue. Just, yeah. Oh, man. And, uh... Yeah. And they, so they apologized for it, and then they still released it, because apparently it had already gone to print or something. Right. Because that's what happens when you announce something weeks before it comes out. Um, and so it's like, you have this, and then you're really, like, still not making the best impression on this physical release. It's not, it's obviously, it's not the same, but it's bad decisions on collector's editions. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I will definitely take a paper, a paper case over that that thing because that's just not okay like i mean i'm not I, i'm not a zombie fan god there's like actually an fan. image of it dude oh, i don't yeah, know i don't even well want to i don't want to look i don't even know if i want to see it dude i just don't even... the thing is it's not even like hyper gross but it's super tasteless is uh, really what yeah, it is but like okay. i'm not a gore fan i'm not a zombie fan and i imagine there's some people out there who are going to be far less taken aback by it than i am but it raised a big stink for the handful of people who deeply care about Dead right, Island. Right. Um, and it's like, you can't just... You Were can't they just, the ones who did the Easter eggs for Marvel? I do not believe... That's not I, that's no. not Koch Media, right? No, so, no, no. Okay, uh, okay. But, I mean, this was, the thing is that uh, Coke Media is the parent company of Deep Silver, and Deep Silver is the one who published uh, Zombies. Oh, okay, um, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, no, no, the, I don't know who the uh, production company that made the Easter eggs for Marvel was. I don't, right, I can't right. speak to that. That's but, fair. That's but yeah, that was another trash fire of, like, basically false advertising or in, intentional obfuscation of facts. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... But it's just, it's really frustrating. And it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm really glad to a degree that I bought the Japanese collector's edition because at least I'll have one that's good and as advertised. 
but I'm really upset about the the, yeah. the handling of this whole I'm, thing right now. Again, I would even probably be over it if I at least had my copy. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so um, not having it and still seeing it getting cheaped out on, like, how many layers is this going to keep going? You know? Yeah. I, I'm, really, I'm really frustrated. Yeah, I have, I like, uh, I'm still trying to debate whether I want to grab the Pix and Love one right now. So, but I'm hoping that, I mean, Pix and Love's history is they've been pretty dang good about everything. Yeah. So, so it's not a problem. Yeah, but I, I personally have not seen anything bad from Pix and Love. Yeah. They're, they're one of the only ones of these like third party side publishers like this mm -hmm. that I've never seen anything bad from. Now admittedly, I'm an American, they're in Europe, so there might be things I don't know, but <laughs> I try to keep an eye on them because they're the ones who who do the side publishing for SNK games in Europe. Right. I haven't seen anything negative. Right. Oh man. <sighs> yeah. Speaking of ones that I have heard bad things about, <laughs> that's why I wasn't necessarily naming names. <laughs> yeah. Um uh. Limited Run has had a pretty rough past few years. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm still glad I scooped up some of the games, but they've made some pretty rough decisions on okay. releases okay. in the past few years. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a frustrating situation because it's like, I mean, Coke Media, I guess you're pronouncing it? Apparently what yeah. it's supposed to be is Coke. Coke Media has just been having a lot of, um, I mean, they just have a bad history. And, you know, I mean, again, it's, I would hope maybe in the future that SNK tries to partner with different groups, you know. I mean, for, if they have that option. If who who knows what that. the contract is. Right, exactly. And that's the thing. We don't know about all but, these kind of but things. But I mean, so. also, like, I'm not even going to necessarily say that if Coke Media will will start fixing some of this and turn it around and do better. Like, that's fine. But you got to do better. Right. I mean, that's the other thing, too. It's not. I, I doubt the people at Coke Media are sitting there going, <laughs> We have shown them the CD jewel case, but I mean, we will replace them with paper sleeves. James, you've been in the tech industry long enough to know that there is some middle manager yeah. who got a bonus for saving that, those fucking 10 bucks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or just something crazy happened. They're like, shit, we have to... But see, now... No, I mean, I but... literally, I would have outright taken them just saying, the Omega edition will be delayed by two weeks so we can finish printing. I'll take it. Dude, or even just you put out a note that's saying, sorry, I know the advertisement shows jewel cases, but these will be coming with paper sleeves. Own it. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or do do what some companies did you know, probably 20, 30 years ago with like, hey, I know you're upset about this, but tell you what, you write a self-addressed stamp envelope to this address, <laughs> we'll send you your fucking jewel case. Yeah. <laughs> I've I'll take it, the yeah. onus. I'll, uh -huh. I'll get my jewel case. Oh, I've done that <laughs> stuff before for sure. Um, but but the thing is that I, from everything I've seen, in many regards to a lot of things over the past few weeks, it's been largely radio silence. I haven't seen mm -hmm. like I mean I'm not I'm not going to tell you it's the social media guy's job to answer this, <laughs> but they are like, "Hi, KOF's out. I hope you're having a good time." I don't have my fucking game yet. What characters are you playing? <laughs> right, yeah. Unfortunately. Uh. It hurts. It hurts. Um, so, That's yeah. That's why I'm, you gotta hug a cat to help you feel better. Come here, Jasmine. Come She's here. like, no. You're too loud. Mm. Um, but, uh, on the... Now, on the other hand, though, um... 
it's still been a really cool week for the game and um, getting to play and etc. But um, something that Kitty had taken notice to uh, mm-hmm. over the past few weeks is um, I'm not saying we have perfect vision on all things, but um, we only actually uh, we saw like a lot of the content creators yes, who, yes, had get, yes. who had been given the review codes or mm-hmm, given mm-hmm, you know this mm-hmm, that and the mm-hmm. other and. We found, we personally only saw one female content creator who was given any of the stuff. Like, even be it the review codes or the bonuses, whatever. Hey, and, hey! And, um, and that was Chaotic. Okay, okay. Now, now right. Chaotic's yeah, fucking okay. awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not uh-huh. throwing shade there. Right, and, right. But, and also, I think Chaotic has the advantage of being in Europe, mm-hmm. which means that Coke Media is more likely to notice her. <laughs> but... I really feel like that. That's kind of like a, a missed opportunity. Okay. Okay. Because like, there's there's still there's a lot of people in the world that can be playing the game and who are probably playing it now. Mm-hmm. And let's let's be honest. Women in the fighting game community don't have their hands held. They don't have it easy. <laughs> What they, are you talking about? It's so easy in the FGC as a Okay, woman. look, if I'm going to be blunt, I am glad I'm a dude so I can go to Evo and not be concerned. Dude, <laughs> I mean, again, my ex, she was kind of in, you know, she was going to events and to Wednesday Night Fights and stuff. And some of the conversations that she's had, I've always told the story. She had her, she had one of the original SE controllers for Street Fighter Four. And she removed all the buttons and the joystick and put in her own... Put in the good parts. Good in the good parts and stuff like that, right? Put her own artwork on it. She brought it to Wednesday Night Fights. And some dude was like, oh, hey, do you know how to use that thing? And she was like, I swapped the buttons and put the artwork myself. And the guy's like, this is light punch. This is medium punch. Okay, when you actually get the response and you say that shit, then you get fucked. Right, exactly, dude. Like, I couldn't believe it, dude. And, you know, that was also the thing, too. Like, everybody, like, she would enter some of the tournaments and everybody who would play her... They would automatically pick their second character yeah, and just start no, no. sandbagging and yeah, shit. You like don't that. fucking do that. Yeah, uh, people were telling her how nice her her legs looked and like on the on the socks and all this shit. Like it was just like you know, and you know if if you walk out to like Target and you see that behavior, we call that game. <laughs> Dude, I've seen some weird shit in LA in the past few days. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, cringe is actually the applicable word here. That's just fucking uh gross. Like, you don't fucking do that. Uh And, like, Kitty's been really, like, trying to reach out to some of the, some of the groups, companies, et cetera, trying to hit up Coke Media, and we're still getting more radio silence. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we expect to just be given handouts to, you know, do this, that, and the other. Right, right. But we're getting, like, multiple layers of radio silence when you have so many opportunities to do better by so many levels of the community and like how are you going to miss north america when that's where mexico is located (laughs) for kof right yeah yeah it's i mean again i think a lot of it also again business by the way hi kitty i see you in the chat (laughs) i've seen you for a few posts here yeah one of the toughest things honestly is just that you know again 
a lot of the businesses out there that are making these decisions are not the ones that are have the uh the 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 the, not bird's eye view but the, the the street level view of what who's involved and who's there right i mean that's just the thing right so like um, yeah, but I mean, isn't part of like the, the social media team should be part of the marketing team, right? And the two of them should at least con- con- converse at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, from what I've heard from most companies, whenever you're the uh, social media person, you're literally just like the human shield. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, and, and then you're sent off to the Island of Misfit Toys. Yeah, yeah. basically. You, it, like, they have so little power because I mean, literally, you hire someone for for your social media person to be the person to come up with clever tweets and whatever like that. But you're not brought into meetings. You're not asked for anything like that's. I mean, literally... that that varies a little bit from company to company. For sure, but, for sure, yeah, for sure. So in Kitty's own words, because she's in the chat, and for those of you listening who might uh-huh. not be reading the chat, uh, we she wanted to really give codes to maybe some of the people that we've talked about who are big KOF fans. A lot of which we've showcased on the show. And Jasmine! Just basically show some extra support for women in the FGC or in SNK fandoms. Because, honestly, you can be a KOF fan and not FGC. Like, that totally works. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, that's a tough one right there, though, right? Obviously, because the thing about it is everything in the F- everything in this kind of scene is a numbers game, right? Yeah. And, and this, this is the part that sucks the most, right? And again... I kind of have a little bit more experience with this because I am an influencer. And, and you, you were Illuminati for a while, yeah, allegedly. And, and like, <laughs> I know how little pull that I have in anything, <laughs> right? I will definitely get some benefits here and there, but that's also due to more history and tenure and, and stuff or like that. Even sometimes I've seen, once or twice, it's actually been more networking than the numbers itself. It's right. because, oh, I go back 20 years with this guy who is in power. Right. He can help, he can throw me a bone. Right, uh-huh. You know, because 40K, whatever, 52K, however many fucking numbers you have. Right, yeah. That wasn't enough to convince him, but it's like, but I know the guy. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right. That's definitely how I got this monitor. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> but, like, uh, I, uh, like, it's it's really tough. Like, obviously, a lot of, like, the artists well, that... we will have that many copies once yeah. the Japanese ones arrive. I mean, like, honestly, like, a lot of the, the artists that we, you know, have highlighted here... You know, one of the reasons we do highlight them is because they don't have that large of an audience. And right? they fucking deserve to, by the way. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the problem, right? It's really just about, like, you know, if you're going to give a copy of a game to somebody, okay, artist, super fan of SK, right? Give it to Pokimane, right? Like, doesn't know anything about SK. It's like it that's the that's the hardest part about this whole entire thing, right? Like like for example, uh you could probably give a copy to someone like Vampy and have her play it on her stream and she would get more eyes on the game, right? And she ha- she's tangentially related to the fighting game community. She's cosplayed as some of the characters before. And so like that would be more beneficial to these companies, right? And that's the hard yeah. part. But I mean, it's also like I don't know. I feel like, at least my personal perspective, mm-hmm. is that I would rather take someone with you know with at least a slightly fewer numbers, who is already familiar and already interested, 
than throwing it to someone blindly. Right. And so, I've seen that happen, at least in other games. Like, motherfucker, do not send me a Fortnite code. <laughs> I couldn't give two shits less. Right. But I'll tell you this, though. I have been offered codes for games that are not fighting games. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. I usually reject it because mm-hmm. I tell them I do not have... But see, that's the point, is that, yeah, while it might be considered kind of like not, like a waste of a code, like Kitty's saying. This this stream was not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Yes! God! <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is what I mean, like, this is what I mean, like, this is not how it works, right? And, yeah. and here's the but, other crazy... Okay, but actually, Kitty's got a point here, too. Okay. I have seen people given codes and they shit on the game. And that seems like a really weird decision. <laughs> I've yeah. seen uh-huh, it happen. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 uh-huh, for sure. Sometimes it's their shtick, but, and again, no publicity is bad publicity in a lot of ways, because you got people talking about it. and then if you get people reacting negatively, <laughs> negatively to it. Street Fighter Six logo? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know how much press Street Fighter Six is getting right now from all this stuff? And the problem is that that one I attribute completely to meme inertia because I don't even think it was a problem. Right. And th- I literally, I was like, oh, that was an interesting reveal. And that was the end of my process. Right. Like, uh-huh. oh, that's cool. Yeah. And How look, do people at, latching that hard what, onto that logo? Look what Gabo says on the stream. Eris said that companies ask him to talk shit about their games. What about let's 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 play the the the, the, the Oh let's game it out? Let's game okay. it out. Let's game it out never actually speaks badly about the game. He just goes out of his way to play it badly and oftentimes he will introduce his video apologizing yeah, for how uh, much he's going to ruin their game. Exactly. Totally but, different. But see, this is what I mean. Sometimes having the person talk bad about the game isn't as problematic as you think it is. Okay, there's but there's a difference between like like ripping it apart and just calling it dog shit kind right, of thing. Yeah, uh-huh, like fuck uh-huh. this game, it fucking sucks, and streaming it exactly <laughs> as much as you're supposed to, and then you're just done. Right. That's yeah. not okay. <laughs> okay, but but the thing is, Conan is well established as not a gamer. He's going into everything blind. God, oh god, Conan O'Brien's the best. I mean, like, and and yes, exactly. When you have the people who are. Fans of the less stellar human beings in the communities, uh and they say something, you're going to have their masses parroting that opinion. So, like, you get one of these not-good humans, Uh uh say they pick up KOF, say they shit all over KOF, you have just convinced thousands of people to not play KOF. Right, right. And but no, that's, if you get people talking about it, because here's the other thing too, right? Like I'm just gonna use synchronize as an example here. No, okay? Fuck those guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use synchronize as an example. Okay, like let's say I'm not James Chen. I'm just I'm other dude in the fighting game community. I'm not influencer Jim, Chen. Jimmy Chang. I'm Jimmy Chang. I'm Jimmy Chang. Right. <laughs> And we're running this cool show here. We're getting, you know, a few hundred viewers. YouTube video gets about, you know, a thousand views a week and everything like that. And they send us the code to convince people to play KOF. How many people on the stream right now are already convinced to buy this game because they're literally watching our show about SNK? Like, almost all of them. (laughs) We will not help their numbers at all. Because we are already fans, and we're preaching to fans already. A person like Maximilian, 
That yeah. is the kind of person that yeah. you would target no, for that, right? Of course, but I'm also, like, the thing is that that's the, the assumption that you're only giving away, like, five codes. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. a lot, of, I've seen a lot of these companies give away many more codes than that, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to say about, I don't know the number specifically, but I've seen it, there's a lot that can go out, and... Again, like I, I really, I was hoping that I like I would get a code, not just for myself because man, it'd be fucking sweet to have like some giveaways on here. Right. And I'm fucking yeah, yeah. broke now, so <laughs> I can't just be like, hey guys, from I'm gonna, buying all of <laughs> from buying stuff. shit because I'm a selfish bastard, <laughs> or buying five copies of KOF, one of which I can't play. Right. You know. Uh-huh. I would love to be able to like, give stuff yeah. away, I'm and even give, more, like, on behalf of SNK, it'd be fucking awesome! Yeah, I would love to give out codes on Synchronize, yeah. right? So, that would be awesome. I mean, you know, maybe if I get my tax return, I can afford an extra copy or something, but... Uh, fucking hell. But, again, like, it, it, that's just... I mean, again, like... And then, uh, and anyway, so, Miguel, case in point, though, that was what Kitty was trying to do, right. too, was more Miguel, talk to people. I did get codes. Okay, so I yeah. mean, that's obviously why I have a copy on the PS4 that I was able to play early. So I definitely, like I said, I am influencer Chen. James Chen got a code. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I know I talk, I talk then, down about myself a lot, but... That's you know, because you have imposter syndrome. I have massive imposter syndrome, yeah. and I am getting to do lots of cool things, and I'm not going to try to deny that. So, but, you know, um, scary tale. Oh my god. What? That that's gonna be a whole other thing later. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those ah moments for oh, you. Okay. So, okay. Got yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah. So so James got a code. Uh, me and Kitty did not. Yeah. And so we've just had to like but, sit here and like wiggle and try I, to. I've heard a lot of people were that were like said that they were gonna get codes did not get codes again so this yeah. i don't know if it's and a I'm, I think it's, media thing i think it's a very distinct possibility because i mean i'm not gonna put words into anybody's mouth but my assumption is that because of the change of distribution rights snk is not the ones handing out the codes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um because i know actually that was the case for samurai showdown you know because uh, when samurai right, showdown right. launched um we got yeah. a few codes early right yeah. and that one was published through Athlon, so SNK actually had to get the codes from Athlon to send over <laughs> right, to us. Yeah. So I think there's a very good chance that any codes that were supposed to be given out that weren't, yeah. you know, fuck, fuck me, whatever. I Just mean, in general, we're probably part and parcel to the issue of also my me not having my Omega edition is it's they're falling behind somehow. Yeah, and again, like there are a lot, definitely a lot of. Uh, just, no, I have not talked about that yet. But we will. <laughs> but, you know, there is definitely, you know, it's... <sighs> red tape is weird, you know? And, and, and a lot of us would love to believe it's not the way it works. You know, that Harada could be like, Oh, you're right. The prize money of the Tekken World Tour is too low. Let me add a million dollars to it because Bandai Namco has a bunch of money. Like, we Dude. would all like to believe that 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 kind of stuff happens but the chain of the, approval the, it's literally the opposite i've yeah. i've been talked to enough people in enough different businesses where it's like you're right that isn't enough i want to throw more money into this and then someone who looks at fuck no yeah i don't <laughs> care who you are i'm not giving you more budget right yeah uh-huh. who the fuck do you think you are exactly that shit and- does not happen be it be it whatever like higher up in marketing and budget departments mm-hmm. of like any executive there's always going to be one guy who's going to be like, <laughs> no. Yeah, I have seen 
And again, this is just from all the various, you know, uh, companies that I've been fortunate enough to work with and stuff. Like, they have to track every single Steam code they give away. Mm -hmm. And, like, I have been given codes before that, like, I didn't use right away. And they literally, like, this code has not been used yet. What's going on? Like, you know, like, they track the hell out of this stuff. That reminds reminds me. A buddy of mine gave me a code for a game, and I still haven't redeemed it. I feel like... I've definitely done yeah. that. I've done, yeah. it's, it's, the, it's the digital version of still in the wrapper. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, is that like the, the code I got was for a Switch game, and I literally only boot up my Switch to play Animal Crossing. Right, yeah. Which I haven't done in a few weeks because KOM. Yeah, exactly. Have to make sure they're not being resold, etc., etc. And see, like I wasn't even thinking that, but that is an excellent point. This is the kind of level of craziness that these things go through it's never as simple as hey snk let's just make more code like oh we haven't given them out yet hey you click the button that generates a hundred codes thank you you know like i mean it it kind of does work like that but well i mean to generate them yes (laughs) but to get the ability to approve to generate them probably runs through like seven different execs to be like yeah okay yeah exactly and that that's the 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 code maker button Oh man! Uh, yeah, and trust me, I've seen more than my fair share of red tape in many different regards. Yeah, uh huh. And it's it's a tough situation. It's hard, but having said that, you know, like obviously, it would be better if the social media people were more involved with a lot of the decision making, the marketing, and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it's crazy how, like I said, separated sometimes it feels like the social media is from the marketing, you know. It's only when it gets big, say like Arby's, like, you know, the guy just, whoever was in charge of Arby's marketing and just decided to make Mortal Kombat logos out of Arby sauce and shit and make anime references, like... Which, by the way, if I recall correctly, that was just, like, he was actually relatively... Like, no name and kind of just, you're, you're just the fucking social media guy, do whatever. And he just got bored and fucking did it. Right. On a whim. Exactly, because the thing is, the social media is doing this thing, all these anime references, all this stuff like this, has nothing to do with anything that's happening in-store, anywhere else. They, there's no relation whatsoever. And it became popular enough that it finally caught their attention. And this is... And, and How dare you succeed when we pay you this much? Yeah, and now <laughs> and now Arby's is freaking sponsoring the Capcom yeah, Cup, did, which Didn't they, like, delicious. build a Gundam at Evo a few years ago or yeah. something? Yeah. Oh, no, it was, it was Nightmare. Yeah, it they built Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah, uh-huh. And it's it's delicious. I mean, I mean, it was really cool that they sponsored... I definitely ate a lot of beef and cheddars that weekend. <laughs> but, like, that's the po- that the whole thing, though, is just that that's how separated they were, right? And it worked out for them in a way, but it has to be that kind of level of success. You know what I mean? And it, it's, it's, it sucks that... Cat zoom. It's doing weird shit. Uh, it sucks that, uh, that it's, that it's kind of like that right now and that, you know the social media, the that they don't have the street-level view of what's going on. You know, again, the fighting game community doesn't exist in a lot of corporate eyes, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just doesn't. Capcom was one of the first companies to realize how strong the FGC was in keeping their game alive, you know? And even then, it was still questionable. Yeah, I mean, the that's period. the thing. I mean, as we've talked about many times, the FGC is... 
still pretty much small potatoes in terms of consumer base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, look at these games, these fighting games come out, they're like, oh man, it sold like 200,000 copies. <laughs> Huge success. <laughs> Meanwhile, Devil May Cry is like 2 million the opening right. weekend. You're like, oh, oh. Right. And like, you know, the fact that NRS even supports tournaments and tries to care about them is amazing. Because Mortal Kombat's selling million copies with or without the FCC. So, you know? so well, the one thing I will say, though, is that they also do have the advantage of, I think, being more centralized by the fact that they're an American studio who's always mm. dealing with Americans and American media. Yeah. That it kind of, mm. like, is a little more synchronous. Yep. While, you know, that's why also, I mean, same point. That's why Akihabara has a KOF pop-up shop <laughs> that no other country's going to see. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, um, I do want to actually talk a little bit about that topic that's in there in a moment, too. Um, okay, I'm not sure which one. Okay. There's a lot of things that uh, there. There's, there's one thing in particular. Okay, okay. Um, like, you know, if I, I, think, I think we've beaten this topic yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, although just want to acknowledge, yes, Crazy Rock says FGC might be the smallest community among the big fishes, and it's, there's a lot of yeah, truth to it. Yeah, it. it is the smallest big fish. I think yeah, that's probably uh-huh. fair. Exactly. Um, I mean, the fact that I think speedrunning is actually bigger than us now, piggybacking off of yesterday's topic, mm-hmm. speedrunning at large is probably bigger than the FGC right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is weird. Yeah, AGDQ, and plus the other thing, too, it, it, it has a broader audience base. Mm-hmm. It's just... Wider when, general appeal. More I, people I, will be interested in watching you blow up Mario 64. Yeah, than, like, I do not like Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. I do not like that game. I will watch a speedrun of it. <laughs> Wait, you're At talking about Super it. Mario World Tour Yoshi's Island on the Super Nintendo? Mm-hmm. I don't like that game. I don't enjoy it. So I hope you've enjoyed the final episode of Synchronize. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Play Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> Super, Mar- Super Mario <laughs> World Tour is the greatest game on the SNES ever. Okay, hard disagree. <laughs> hard is- disagree. But, um... Like, even if I thought that game was any good, Super Metroid's still better. Final Fantasy VI. No, Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so Kitty mentioned something, and I think this is a perfect time to remind everybody that I really, really miss KK's transparency and involvement as community mm, manager. Right, right. And seeing... Seeing it go from what we had during basically his high points to whatever he's doing now mm-hmm. has I think I think we're all much worse for it. So yes, us as in the FGC. Yes. But again, do we matter that much, right? And look, I'm just saying that if your company is making only fighting games right now, <laughs> you probably should invest more in the FGC. Like if they put out a Metal Slug right now, all right, fine, right. But the past four games that SNK has put out and developed themselves are fighting games, right? Every other game that has been under SNK's umbrella, they didn't develop, right? So. I'm just saying that, you know, maybe lean into that because, I mean, they've been leaning into it. That's why they have a presence at Evo and not, like, Comic-Con. Right, of course. You of know, course. Mm-hmm. but I, I think we were really better off with KK able to do what he was doing and where he was doing and what he was acting on 
And the fact is that someone asked, what is he doing right now? I don't know. Like, he's he's in the credits <laughs> for KOF 15. Right. <laughs> but I don't know exactly what department he falls right, under right. what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, again, it's just one of those things, again, where I've just seen it too many times where sometimes companies, especially Japanese companies, get worried about that kind of transparency. Right? One of the beautiful things about Seth Killian in Street Fighter 4 was that Seth had clout yeah he not only that but if you've ever met that mofo in real life like when he talks to you you just kind of like listen and like i mean he was a philosophy professor at one point in time not right? surprised. so you know when he talks to you about shit you're like uh-huh 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 uh-huh, uh-huh okay uh-huh, uh-huh you know so i don't know i gave him an inordinate amount of shit so, <laughs> i'm sure you did <laughs> But okay. I got I got a formal apology from him for She-Hulk in Marvel right. Three. So, but yeah. at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, though, right? There are a lot of things that I'm sure Seth hasn't been able to tell us about oh, shit that's sure. happened. To, and look at poor Combo Fiend with the functions shit, right? Like, and that's never he's never been able to escape that. Combo no, Fiend but, is now, but I'm still really happy with how his career turned out, and he's yeah. he's way happier right now. Yeah, because he's not at Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> considering what he's on it's actually hilarious yeah exactly and and that's just the thing right though but again the ability for those roles to do what they want to do, that that we the public would like is usually what gets them in trouble i'm just saying getting like the kaiser wave interview streams talking to the staff and letting the staff address the public was fucking Fire. Right. It, 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 again, that's more of an American mentality, right? NRS did that. And they still do. They, they have the really awesome combat streams and stuff like that. Like, NRS is probably one of the best at doing stuff like that, which is why it's been so cool to see Matsumoto and Nakayama do their yeah. thing for the Street Fighter stuff, because that's the closest that we've gotten. Capcom, weirdly enough, as much as people want to give them shit, like, they're kind of, like, more progressive, uh, well, especially now in the last two years. I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, but, like... Um, <laughs> like <laughs> We're just going to do it every time. <laughs> an opportunity. I don't know we? what you're talking about. Um, but, like, you know, they've oh, got... Oh, no, their, I know. They're, 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 uh, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of the Japanese companies still don't have that. And that's the problem. So It's just, it's just weird because, like, SNK had it past tense, and then they stopped. Right. But, again... I felt like that was probably more an SNK US thing, not like was it like an SNK thing, you know what I mean? Mm. That that's kind of how I feel about that. So Yeah. I mean there's there's still many things to piggyback off of this in the future too. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Some 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 uh, some discussions that are in the works. Right. But And again No, there is not an SNK in North America or US of any kind right now. Yeah. There hasn't been for a what, over a decade? Right. And, and, I think and it was last time? Because, I mean, because remember, KOF 12 was Ignition, 13 was Atlas, and then 14 right. was Atlas, yeah. I think. Because, like, for even for Street Fighter V, for some of the Capcom US reps, you know, who aren't at Capcom anymore, like, I used to talk to them all the time. I was like, this is what you need to do. You need to build back, again, trust fan confidence you need to build that kind of stuff up and i was like here's how you do this and they're just like we know (laughs) we can't 
Like, yeah. we're not allowed to do this kind of stuff, you know? And that, again... So, Sakatashi, yeah, that definitely is an, an element of what happened, but it was just, it was so, like, night and day overnight. Yeah. It's just, I... I'm, it's, st- I'm still fucking mad about that. Which, oh, the, the, yeah, the Sam yeah, show tweet. Yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah, yeah. That's that right. that definitely caused a huge debacle, mm-hmm. but uh, all right, look, I'm just I'm just gonna fucking say it. Uh, there's a lot of things that happened from that tweet. <laughs> I don't know everything that happened, but yeah, there was the horny on main tweet that uh-huh. caused a caused a bit of a fiasco, and then suddenly KK wasn't doing Kaiser Wave streams anymore. So right. two and two together, there's something related there. Right. But the fact that that went so badly. With so many other things going on at Twitter that just got let that they just let slide everywhere else. Right. I mean, I, I I love Guilty Gear, I do. But if you're gonna spend a year talking about Ramlethal's feet, and that's fine. And someone makes a joke about everyone's reaction to Iroha, that seems kind of unfortunate. Right. Ah. <sighs> uh. And that's all I'm going to say about that, is that if, if if KK is really, like, still suffering after that tweet, when everything else, it's it's just really unfortunate. I mean, I'm glad, don't get me wrong, I'm glad within reason that Guilty Gear finally toned it down, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they started being a lot more professional and making less feet jokes. <laughs> But it's just, like, it seems like there was definitely some, like, targeting or hypocrisy going on. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it just depends on who decides to be loud about it at the particular moment. Which I think is unfortunate. Yeah, but at the same time, that's the thing that you have to be careful for, right? The the story about the Arby's dude, he could have did something like draw the Mortal Kombat logo with Arby sauce and then NRS came and sued the hell out of them. And then he would have been the, he would have been the villain and Mm -hmm. he would have been fired and, you know, all this shit could have happened, right? You never know. And And that's like the hardest part about the whole thing. And again... That's part of the, the, the stupidity of the social media guy not having any direct ties with the marketing department. Mm-hmm. And again, showing how disconnected everything is, right? Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and then we get people talking about uh, particular outlines and reuse costume design. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm really glad I'm not Capcom staff right now <laughs> just because of that. <laughs> Unless, nope. they, unless they did do it on purpose, dude. Unless they did do it on yeah. purpose. Oh, I'm washing my hands get, of that. Because they're getting all of the discussion right now. So. Um, oh, man. Again, look, again, I said that's what I wanted out of Urian's intro, right? Like, that. that kind of, <laughs> that's the kind of shit I wanted in the first place. So, But honestly, the, the logo is the... I mean... I wouldn't be surprised if Capcom, if that is the official logo and Capcom's redoing the whole thing now. Like, I feel like they kind of have to now. I feel like they're kind of forced to at this point. I mean, yeah, but... I mean, the, the, the thing is that if nothing else, people have pointed out, like, look at when KOF 15 was revealed. Yeah, the logo wasn't... Dramatically different, and it was stylized enough that it felt like a KOF logo, but it was simple enough that you could easily just throw it away. Right, yeah. And they did. Right. 
And I mean, I don't even, I'm going to be honest, I don't even feel like the new logo is a significant improvement. Mm -hmm. It's all KOF logos. There's like a flavor to it. And And it's on brand. Whatever. And again, not to be like super downer here, but like the whole feet fetish thing really just grosses me out because I, I know about Chinese history. And like, oh god, no, yeah, no, yeah, and so, like, I, I fucking hate whatever feet fetish shit that's out there because <laughs> I, god, I like, yeah, like, I just don't even want to think about that or going up and down that area, yeah, dude, so. yeah, there, there, there are definitely certain avenues of things that are way worse, and yeah, no, no, yeah, I don't want to talk yeah, about that right now, yeah, no, that is definitely. Don't look it up either unless you want to be horrified. Let's just put it that way. Or if you're just really interested in a terrifying case study of humanity. Yeah. Actually, no. It is is a good... If you really want to know about just look up feet binding. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Just look that up. And and if if you are not prepared to look at that because, like, full-blown, like, shock and horror warning. Yes. So, basically, I don't recommend it, but... At your own risk. Yeah, exactly. So that's why the <laughs> foot fetish thing drives me up the wall. That's, that's a reasonable take. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, like we're not shaming here, but like we're not on board. Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. So, meanwhile, as a person with a different type of taste, <laughs> I really want to give a shout out <laughs> to uh, Indigo Rigo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For releasing the first uh, physique mod for Blue Mary for King yes. of Fighters 15. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, just surprise, it came out like last night, and I saw someone else like, hey, this is really nice. I'm really glad this exists. I looked at it, I went, oh, fuck. And then your Twitter account went like this. <laughs> Dude, I have gotten so many hey, tags and notifications. Have you, seen this? have you seen this buff Mary mod? Dude, here's hey, the thing. If, if that's how I'm going to get bothered, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, but yeah, I've had so many people tag me like, hey, this is a thing. It exists now. Right. Are you good? Yeah. Like, I, I, we're good, like, right? The thing is, you're, you're working on your own. I was, I was. I actually like, I'm like, okay, installing Unreal, looking at these packages, finding all this oh, shit. Thank you, Norval. Doing... I'm glad somebody else is so mad about that EX input bug. Okay, anyways, keep going. Um, so, like, I've been, like, doing, like, different tests with, like, the textures uh, and stuff, uh, working uh, on, like, learning how to sculpt better in Blender and doing all this shit, and I just could not get the fucking thing to work and import properly, and then just, boom, this comes out, and I was like, it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So I've been talking to the modder now. <laughs> um, You've even combined your efforts, right? A little bit, yeah. yeah. So, I'm, like, I'm, so I applied, like, my texture changes to his model changes uh-huh, on the time uh-huh, we're figuring it out and yeah and he's a super nice guy and just he did good work and the greatest thing to me though is talking to him he had no idea that there's like that he's alone in or that he wasn't alone in the idea right that uh, he, uh, he just literally made it he's like i she's like a hybrid grappler why is she a twig i'm fixing this like this is weird and so i hit him up i was like dude let me introduce myself and i just linked my twitter he goes oh shit wait what <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is a whole thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, dozens and dozens and dozens of people are like, why is she a twig? Right. And so, like, he just solved everything, and, yeah. <laughs> Did we, we just become <laughs> best friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and the thing is, like, if you, if, you, if you check out the mod, like, it's, like, pretty much there. Like, I, I would like to see, like, one or two tiny adjustments, but, like, 
I, that is probably about where she needs to be. I mean, you had it loaded up on your PC downstairs, I and I was messing with it. It looks good, dude. Yeah. Like, and I it mean, feels like just, natural. Like, right. I mean, I just look at it, and I was like, yeah, this is how she should have been all along. And, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because uh, he was he was relatively conservative with it. Like, she's significantly bigger, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's not, like, freaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So. Oh, yeah. man. But yeah, she's definitely. I mean, it's written. It's, it's funny that there is that many people who are. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe like when I just did the little like the, the texture change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were like, guys. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah, no, I'm a big fan. So I just wanted to give that guy a shout out yeah. and thank him for his work. I wonder if that is a Japan thing. Maybe Japan is just not as into the the, the buff women look. So, no, because there's actually been a movement about it. They actually have their own maid cafe right now. Oh. <laughs> like, literally, like, it's it's literally like an international movement. Like, more and yeah. more it's becoming popular. I think Instagram is probably part well, of it. Well, I, I mean, that's just a general movement all around the world. Yeah. I feel like that buff buffer women are becoming more, more and more, more acceptable. Right, exactly, exactly. So, uh. Uh, yeah, Converse, uh, there's a, uh, who's the guy's name? Uh, Indigo Rigo. Indigo Rigo? Uh, like, Indigo Rodrigo. Oh, Indigo okay. Rigo. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. And, uh, yeah, so just that's... Just posted it up on, uh, what is it, Banana Mods, mm-hmm. I think is the name of the website, which is, like, just a modding website. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just, you get some tools and... <laughs> Buff women give you protein shakes while you work out? A muscle cafe? <laughs> That's, that's actually the, that's literally the one I'm talking about. That's amazing. I yeah, think I would it's go. Hilarious. I think I would go to that gym. <laughs> I think I would go to the gym not because the buff women are there, because they're handing me protein shakes, and I think that's dude, amazing. Dude, I used to go to like Jamba Juice and get like the protein add-ins, and shit. it's just <laughs> delicious. Uh, it was funny because like when in the morning, I, I think I've told the story before. Like at UCLA, I used to get to school before the arcade opened. We would always go to yeah. the little store, buy a Nesquik. Yeah, and I, I, I would just yeah. sit outside and wait till mm-hmm. it opened up and play against the computer. The other thing I used to get a lot there was like these little protein shakes because I just thought they tasted good. Some of them are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I used to just get these protein shakes. <laughs> One of my friends actually really got into lifting, and uh, so he, of course, is going to. You can be- name me. You can name me. You can't lift yourself off the couch. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Especially when there's a cat on me. Um, you see, little do people know, when the cat's on me, it's not that I don't want to disturb them. It's that I just literally have no strength uh, to lift myself oh, up. Now I know. <laughs> um, so, no, one of my buddies, like, really got into lifting in, like, the, the mid-2000s when he finally started putting in work. So, uh-huh. when you go to the gym, there's always going to be the guy you meet who has been doing it for 10 years longer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so we got friends with him and whatever, and eventually he's like, by the way, I fucking hate you. And, I was, and he's like, what, what did I do? Uh-huh. You actually have protein that tastes good now. <laughs> like, when I started lifting, right, it yeah, was all yeah, chalk uh-huh. and dog shit chocolate. Like, uh-huh. and now you're getting, like, cookies and cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Yeah. But, um... Uh, yeah, no, so there's, there's a whole thing. By the way, is this your water? That's yours. Own? That's yours. You left up here. Oh, so. perfect. I yeah, water. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Buff Mary looks cool for sure. Yeah, and I mean, sure. like, I mean, we got it out of Darley in Sam Show. She was right. honestly, she's pretty jacked, especially yeah. compared to the entire rest of the cast. And what is it? I was trying to tell Olaf about that, but there's this recent versus multiplayer game where there was like some thick chick that just came out for it, and 
I don't remember the name of the game at all or anything like that. If mm. does anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Not Breakers. Yo, Revenge. Breakers Revenge though. Uh, yeah, Darley definitely hit a uh, hit uh, a soft spot for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So. Honestly, it's pretty much only those two in terms of the game right now. Mm -hmm. Like, Mary and Leona. Like, because Vanessa has always been a bit, like, thinner. She just has the longer limbs. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like, I basically, I wouldn't complain if someone made Vanessa buffer, but, like, she's never, never, never actually mm -hmm, appeared mm -hmm, that way. Mm -hmm. She more just uses, like, her range and, like, she's kind of, like, lanky. Right, right, like, right, right, right. Like, like, Fight Club. Like, I imagine, like, uh, Abe Lincoln could throw a decent punch. <laughs> that kind of thing. Gee... G exists exactly. as a fighting G. game character. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Necromancy Black, that, that is a woman. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wouldn't complain. Um, Shermie, just thick. Like, she's she's going to have, like, a strong back, but you're never uh, going to see it. Right, yeah. Um, the other thing is, if anyone, canonically speaking, Vice. Right. Vice should be fucking jacked. Because yeah, her hobbies yeah. include bodybuilding. Right, right, right. Like, literally listed canonically. Well, that doesn't so, make any sense that she's not buff then, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so Vice should probably be pretty jacked. Mm -hmm. But that's about it. But even though she's probably going to be more like the, like, cut. Like, like Bruce Lee at biggest kind of thing. There's just, uh, yeah, I mean... And again, Hinako would be sturdy. Yeah, and I agree with more McGill. Street Fighter Six definitely needs to keep the female characters oh, yeah. a little more muscular and such as well. Thank you for Grandma Boo for the uh, subscription. Yeah, I mean, so when like when Street Fighter Five launched, I looked at that Cammy and I was like, this is what Mary should look like. I mean, Cammy was jacked since Super, dude. Well, I, I mean, it was literally like the Street Fighter Five model. I was oh, like, okay. that is like ideal. Because I also thought that Street Fighter V Cammy was too busty for Cammy. I was, was kind of weird. I agree. I agree. It's She has more of the talky boob pocket via talk, yeah. which just doesn't make any sense. But you know. Oh, okay. So Shermie's uh, super can or advanced cancels are kind of like nonsense, and her super cancels are. Uh, they're, they're rough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's the. Uh, the what is it? Yeah, have to uh, have the core circle back punch into the anti air super. That's that's the that's flip the, kick thing into the into the air throw. Yeah, that super, thing is right? just anal retentive. Yeah, it's that super one, strict for no fucking reason. That one has a really weird small window. Yeah. Of of cancelization. Yeah, it's just really awkward. That like, one mash harder. That one I would actually mash the button. Just fucking more. mash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how I did that one. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, and, and also make sure you turn around, too. Yeah, of, of course. Do like, the input the opposite direction. Yeah, like, if you're on player one side, you mash the anti-air to the left. <laughs> yes. Thank you for the sub. Mash. Mash. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the thing is, is that I'm still mixed, uh, Senior Froze pointing out Leona is too busty in 15. Mm -hmm. I can definitely see where that's coming from. I'm more the opinion that I don't fucking know because she's kept it covered up so damn long. Right, right, right. She could have just been had, had a really good sports bra in yeah. there, right? So, um, but I definitely can understand where that's coming from. But like, she had we, we've talked about this before, even. right? But so yeah, how long that's does a it fair use the muscle memory of short hops and not getting railroad jumps by mistake during a heated match? Uh, because I played a little bit of CVS too. The best way to muscle memory is honestly learn to do the down technique. Yeah, like flick it. Yeah, so okay. I hit up down, up down, up down, Actually, down, I'm, up down. Are you on stick or on pad? 
that's, oh, that's a different thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah, you're yeah, on, yeah, if you're yeah, on yeah. stick, then you can you can either like just flick the stick. Uh, like I was telling, um, I went to the online training and tested that over the past week, uh-huh, and uh-huh. I was helping someone else out because I'm not gonna like throw them under a bus or anything. I I admitted that whenever I want to get hops, my hand actually leaves my stick. I actually mm, just flick it interesting. or. I, I, I just brush it with my thumb and remove. Okay, okay. And that's how I make it a little easier. But there's also the, like, you can do down, up, down. And because you're forcing yourself to leave up, then you can force yourself to get the tap, basically. Right. I can imagine on a, I mean, I think on a pad might even be the hardest controller. It's a little awkward. Because hitboxes and, uh, hit and boxes, keyboards hit are going to Hitboxes the like, way and the light. Yeah, they are going to basically be brain dead to do. But... There are enough pad players playing KOF who have gotten good at it that it yeah. is definitely something that you can get used to. So, um, but again, it really depends on if you're a pad player or a joystick player in overall. Because honestly, if you're a joystick player, the up down works better. And where's my? I know I have a pad here somewhere. Right. Uh, no, my PS4. Oh, because I moved them all over there. That's right. Because I just wanted to see what it felt. Oh, there it is. It's up there. Grab it there. Yeah. Like, so doing it, the thing is though, is like getting yourself on either side, like right. hopping forward, kind of. Eh. Right. Because one of the hardest things about the pad too is when you're holding the pad, uh, you have to hold forward and then tap up, which which is like on a joystick. I mean, on a pad, it just always feels like it's more effort. Well, to do and it's it. also a matter of how you hold it because you're kind of like me, where you're holding the D pad like right here. Right. Yeah. Uh, on the and joint. Then like, and then some people use the tip of their thumb. Right. So pad right. is just completely different for everybody. Right. And in fact, I almost feel like it might even be easier on the analog stick. Yeah, to but do. then you have to do all your other moves on the analog stick. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, oh, I man. could not begin to tell you. Yeah. Um, also, even so, like, just saying, like, there's no quantifiable way to say how long it's going to take to get used to. Because there's also, like, an element of muscle memory from, like, playing it for a while or not. Like, because I used to be able to be doing it super reliably, and I was great. And then I stopped playing KOF for, like, a year. <laughs> and I went back, I'm like, oh, God, I suck okay. again. Actually, here's an interesting question. Now, obviously, on... Um uh, this is not, you can't do this on the P, on any, even on the PS5 or whatever, because it's only swapping buttons for accessibility. But what if they actually programmed KOF so that you can assign, like, a shoulder button to up? Like, so, how, how would I feel about that? Or do, do Would people feel like that might be cheating? Or do you think that that would actually be kind of fair? I mean, so I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say, yes, people would probably say that's cheating. But then other people are like, I mean, how does that affect me? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like, I think the advent of us not making excuses to turn down a hitbox anymore uh-huh. mm-hmm. kind of invalidates all of that. Right. So, like, but, dude, I, I mean, I mean see, Stickman, I wouldn't, I would have both of them work. I would have up still be on the joystick and the D pad. And then also have an extra jump button over here. Well, I mean, so, think about it on stick, because then you could have a little hot button over here. Right, that's what I mean. Sick. That's what I mean, right? So it'll be like Smash Brothers. You know how some people I used to play actually with up as jump. Yeah, because you're a psychopath. I'm a psychopath, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I used to play it that way because I just made more sense to do it that way. But there was a jump button, mm-hmm. right? So I could do, I used both. 
If I short hopped, a lot of the times I would use yeah. the jump button. I, I will still always appreciate uh, Brawl for giving me the option to turn up to jump off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that was funny because I didn't realize people wanted that so badly, you know. But then again, I never played the game super competitively one-on-one, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Like that, 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 that was something that always bothered me in Melee when I was playing Melee. And I think it's probably actually part of why I played Ganon is because it was less of a factor because his up tilt was not a juggle move. Right. Uh, yeah, no, Tokido had an up button under his joystick so he could do the Raging Demon uh, cancels in Street Fighter Four. Because remember, you had to, for his ultra, you could cancel it out of the teleport. Mm. So you do heavy punch, teleport into up, up three kicks yeah. to be able to combo Yeah, the that. raffle copter. Yeah. yeah, and so he had the up button on his joystick to double tap it like that. He got rid of it because he kept hitting it by accident mm-hmm. and making himself jump. Dude, I remember <laughs> actually in that era, uh, one of my sticks, I got one that was, uh, the, the faceplate was a little too bouncy. Uh-huh. So if I was using Sanwa's and I pressed like hard kick, I would X-Factor. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So I swapped Samitsu's into it just so I could play on yeah, that stick again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, awful. Yes, actually, uh, uh, S- Senor Fro, uh, that was full schedule. But oh, the whole did, full schedule. But thing. he didn't have it just so that he remapped stuff. He had one button that had up and something. It was like, up forward. It was up and it, le- he had, he had right. up forward and up back. I right, believe on, was, on was why everyone actually got up and arms. Right, so he could hit those exactly at the same time and do Viper stuff a lot easier. Again. Depending on who you talk to, is that a problem or not? Whatever, but you know, it's just the way it is. So uh, the thing is, is that I'm more of the impression that the thing about the full schedule problem is that they decided it was a problem mid tournament. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. They they shifted the rules to to actually basically invalidate what he had already done. Right. Let the fucking tournament rock. Yes. And then. Fix your rules moving forward. Right. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. change the rules or update them like that mid bracket. Yeah. That was that's my problem. Right. I mean, some people were doing that dark chaos. Uh, in fact, Sien, literally, if he was playing, uh, Gen or Elena, would switch his buttons. Say to Gamerby, they would open up and they would swap two of the cherry switches, because Elena was so. Light punch, light punch, light punch. One frame link reliant that they would map the select button to the side so to that give they something could, else to flank. So they can plink it over there, right? So uh, to to and there was really no way to prevent that. There's no rule to prevent that. Yeah. So they would they did that. Nothing so. in the rule book says the giraffe can't play football. Mm-hmm. Say a giraffe can't play yeah. football. Is that a reference to something? Yeah, okay. kind of an obscure one, don't worry. Okay, okay. Because, I mean, if you said, like, a golden retriever... Like, so, yeah, I So could... the giraffe was making fun of the retriever. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I, I forgot. we Have we discussed on the stream? Because, you know, there's, you know, obviously World Pup and Seventh Inning Fetch and, you know, um, all, all the different uh, Air Bud movies that I decided to try to make some for video games. And so, like, I had uh, Clawly Duty, I think, was one of them. Uh, Leash of Legends was another one. So I was trying to make the, the, the Air Bud movies for eSports.
Is that what we're ending the stream on? <laughs> you know, I feel like I had another topic to talk about. <sighs> I really thought I did. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think you actually might have fried my brain. <laughs> Um, so, okay, I, I know a lot of people really want to talk about this. I haven't watched all the endings yet. Oh, right, right, right. I haven't. Yeah. Um, so I, maybe I'll just fucking just load up someone else's YouTube and give them free views or something. Oh. I just, I really, I need to watch all the endings. Now, all the endings, again, of course, are the 13 main endings, and then all the, all the, all the like, the unlock song unlocking endings, right? Yes, uh, all but two of those. Okay. Two of those do not have an ending. Oh, right, 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 okay, 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 gotcha, gotcha, uh-huh. Uh, I haven't done anything with the DJ station yet, Mighty Max T, but that's also because I don't have as much history with the KOF soundtrack as well, you do. Also, I mean, you haven't even beaten the game yet. I, I, yeah, I you, You've sat in training mode. Yeah, that's all um, I've done is training mode, so. Oh, yeah, though, I, I, I definitely have already messed with the custom playlist stuff. I am absolutely in love with it, but actually, I'm going to give uh, no real point here, absolutely, there are some soundtracks fucking missing <laughs> that I really am hurting for. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, O2UM is actually a really big one that I feel like is a painful omission. And, I, yeah, I would love to see the uh, home version 11 complete right, soundtrack. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, because okay. that would solve one of my problems, but honestly, I really just want the Bariki soundtrack. But in lieu of that, give me the home version 11 soundtrack so that I get... Gaitendo's theme, and the 11 remix of Diet is fucking fire. If they actually do a, uh, like, that whole thing about being teased about a new game, you know, that they're working on one with another Unreal Engine, actually, I would love to see them do uh, a Samurai Showdown cross Last Blade game. I think that would be kind of sick, because they'd already be halfway there with a bunch of the Samurai Showdown characters, because they've got the models and stuff like that already. I think that'd be kind of neat. Maybe. No, that, yeah, no. I mean, QT Angel is not even the only O2UM song they used. Like, they use a lot of O2UM in the reveal trailers. Well, they just tweeted it? Literally? Interesting. Samurai Showdown, The Kingdom of Fires 15, and an unnamed new okay, title. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Samurai Showdown game we just played. Right. King of uh -huh. Fires 15, and the next new game. Are yes. all using Unreal. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, fuck Garo 2. Let me get real about 3. <laughs> no. I, again, I still want... Like I, said, I still want Mark of the Wolves 2 to finish my story. I want that story. Unreal Engine Neo Turf Masters in the house, baby. Can you imagine? You could see the hair, every single hair on that dude's chin. Like, every single hair. Also, by the way, I know this isn't S and K, but I know you're excited about Red Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I've never actually played the game. I get I'm to legal I get to legally buy Red Earth. Because I, buying Red Earth and getting a owning a copy of Red Earth up until that game thing comes out is a fucking nightmare. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah. why it is? Because good luck getting a CPS3 that isn't going to be used for Third Strike. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And on the off chance 
that you find one that's not being used for Third Strike, it's used for JoJo's, so get fucked. <laughs> and I've never even really played JoJo's either, so... Yeah, I fucking love Red Earth. I mean, it's a weird-ass game. I'm not even sure I would call it a great game, but I love it. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair, that's yeah. fair. Okay, so the Hyper, Hyper 64 is like a totally different monster and problem, because... The Hyper 64 is three fucking systems. <laughs> right. <sighs> but, uh, yeah. It, it literally, if you if you have a CPS3, you have it for Third Strike or for JoJo's. And that's it. So, if you can track down a Warzord, fucking good on you. But... Was there any other games released on the CPS3? Besides? There's there's JoJo's, JoJo's, Street Fighter, Street Fighter, Street Fighter. Warzord. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it is three Street Fighters. Because it's there. three second impact and third strike, right? Yeah, I, I, there For was, some reason, I don't remember if one of I, I feel like one of them actually isn't on CPS3. No, they are. They're all CPS3. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 No, Marvel 2 is not CPS3. No. Yeah, okay, so all three. Dreamcast that's thing. Naomi. Naomi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the three Street Fighters, two JoJo's. Didn't they release... Wasn't the Alpha 3 upper the Naomi... I think so. Board things? Yeah, uh, Red Earth. And then there's still one or two other Trash Fire games, I think, that were on CPS3 okay. that no one cares okay. about, but yeah. I could be wrong. But again, that was the period of time where we weren't sure if we were going into cooler sprites or more 3D graphics, and that's yeah. why well, the Hyper Neo 64 is so hard to find and well, all that stuff. And I mean, stuff, also, so. don't forget the CPS3, uh, it took years and years to even emulate because of the dual boot system. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 At the time, the 3D was not pretty, so... Power Stone? Power Stone is Naomi, but... Okay. um. The original Rival Schools is on the same board as Street Fighter EX. Yes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then Project Justice, I think, is actually Naomi. Oh, interesting. I'm not sure. That's a good question. I want to look I, this up now. I believe that's the case. Uh, project. How do I even look this up? Just uh, arcade board. Trying... Arcade board. See what board it's on. Uh, VAPS arcade board. Oh, so it's actually still on the same. Uh, uh, okay, it's on okay. the same as the uh, Rival School <laughs> yeah, board, apparently. Yeah. Huh. Which KOF characters do you think are good for beginners? Uh, I think uh, Terry. Yeah. Okay. Ca- well, it depends. Like, so there's two kinds of good for beginners characters. I would say uh-huh. is that there's Shotos, you know, like Iori, Terry, whatever the Robert. characters. That are easy to pick up if you know how to play Ryu and Ken. Right. Uh, um, but otherwise, yes, I actually do think Dolores is an excellent character for you to pick up KOF. Because she has ridiculous fucking buttons and some unorthodox tools. Yeah. I and I think she's a good way to like help you adjust to some of KOF's zaniness. Yeah. But, um, Dolores I mean, is an excellent character. If you're that. coming from a Street Fighter game then I would say Robert. He is going to be the closest thing to a Shoto that you are yeah, going well, to play, yeah, basically. Rob, Robert and Terry are good calls. Mm-hmm. Yori, to a lesser extent, but still is there, especially because mm-hmm. Yori has one of everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of them should be on your team. Not Vanessa. <laughs> Dolores should stay on your team because of you know her helping you learn a lot of the 
KOF tools, like you're saying, like the 2B6A conversions, right. has okay. command grab, has an unorthodox projectile, has teleport, anti-air throws, all that crap. See, I wouldn't say Ryo, because I played Ryo, and because his fireball doesn't go full screen, he's really weird. Yeah, he's kind of a, he's more like a little tanky, he's like the Honda of Shoto's. Yeah, and, and yes, Zilcho, yeah, that's exactly what I said, Leona is a weird character, like, she, it's not obvious, you just, she's... Basically, I think the best thing about the way that I would describe Leona is literally the hit and run. Like, I feel like that she's good because when she goes away, the earrings become a problem. And if you mix between earrings and ah, like you can really mess because like if they try to roll through the earrings, they roll into the fireball kind of thing. So Jar, here's the thing is that Rio is easy to play, but I don't think he's easy to succeed with. I couldn't win with him. That's the thing is that he's easy to understand like how to press buttons with him. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're gonna win out the gate. I think Robert's way easier to win out the gate. Yes. And same with same with Terry. And again, same with Dolores. So Zilcho, yes, the earrings are very slow. The now, EX ones aren't. Right. The EX ones are not. But the trick of her is that once they try to get into this range where the earrings aren't as threatening, that's when six B becomes a pain in the ass to deal with because that thing will hit and, people and jumping her, and her lows and her lows and she has a flash kick. Right? So you just sit there and kind of wait to get them to bait themselves into doing stuff. So this is what I mean by hit and run, right? So one, 6B, like if they try to jump, you just smack them, you get a knockdown. Right? If they're on the ground, it's an overhead. It's a knockdown. Right? And then her jumping fi A fireball bounces her a screen away. Now, obviously, your opponent can roll through it and kill you and destroy you. But if you're at a beginner level, a lot of people aren't going to be dealing with that. And well, so that, I mean, you can also use it in your block strings. Yes, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And Rio's parry can be canceled into special moves or another parry. That's it. That's it. Not normals. Not normals. However, if you parry like a heavy DP, you can activate max mode and then you can actually link activate a max mode and still punish on the way down, which yeah. is then fun times. Um, other than that, um, I would also consider uh, one of the good... Uh, easy to play grapplers out the gate. Shermie and Clark are both really good characters to yeah. learn some KOF with. Clark is good because, I mean, while he doesn't have the best buttons... Uh, he has some good ass buttons. Standing C and Crouching D are amazing. And Jump A and, oh, okay, and okay. Jump K, uh, jump uh, D are both really yeah. good. His Jump CD is jump quite CD good. Jump CD is really good, yeah. And then, yeah, his special moves are all really good. And he helps kind of help you learn some of the rules of the game. Especially um, the grappling rules because they're going to be very different than what you expect. Also, I think, I think Liz is actually pretty reasonable. Not, like, super easy out the gate. Uh, but yeah, basically Liz's punches are stubby, but like her far heavy kick goes forever and it's really good for checking people. Right. And mean, she gets cool combos. I always just think it's funny that they gave characters armored throws. Like you're just like, ha, and you're like, pat, pat. Like, you're I, think still, I still can't believe they gave that to Ralph in 11 and then took it away from him and then just gave it to Clark anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Because the whole thing is like, you know, when I first start playing KOF and I see an armored throw, like they go for the throw and I hit him, like, oh, he's about to throw me, hit him. And it's like, tick, tick, I want you to hit me. And then they grab you. I'm like, what the hell are you supposed to do with this? You know? And so, yeah, you kind of learn stuff. Yeah. Now, Ralph's party is dumb. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the thing is, I, I would not suggest picking up Ralph as your first character or anything right now because... There's a chance he's going to get nerfed, and I don't want you to use him as a crutch. Yeah, and, and Proud Soul, uh, what that is a problem, especially for the, the, the characters with the Hao Shokoken inputs, 
because every time you try to cancel those, you end up with the supers instead for sure, or the DPs. The best way that I've learned how to get the down forward command normals into a fireball is to either do it during the roll, like you just do down, down forward button and then forward plus button, or hit down forward button and then try to yoga flame it. Yeah, basically, basically so if you're trying to get, uh, even like the same applies to running. If you're running and you try to throw a fireball, you're gonna DP. Mm -hmm. So instead, do you run and then roll your fireball all the way to up forward punch. Mm. And the up forward actually will help eat the startup or eat their earlier inputs basically and it forces I, it into a fireball. I've tried that. I didn't it didn't work I as use well. it all the time. Oh, okay, okay. I have so, to I have to use it with Mary and I use it when I try to get a fireball OK with Liz. Yeah, like one of the hard ones too is when you want to do a 6A into fireball as uh -huh. well. That's why I use it with Mary. Right. So, because with uh, Iori, for example, in the beta, every time I wanted to do that into EX fireball, I would come out with EX DP. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, no. So Mary, do like stand D six A and then tiger knee two punch to get the EX spin fall. Interesting. Okay, I'll try the tiger yeah. knee stuff. So yeah, you more. try to use basically the tiger knee up forward to eat the forward input more or less. Yeah, tiger knee one helps a lot. And then like I said, uh, for me, just doing a half circle because I feel like that extends the time a little bit to, I don't know, sometimes it helps. It doesn't always help. And you know what, that might be also because in order for you to go half circle, that means you're hitting neutral. Also another thing too, but if you do the half circle, that is what gets you the the the, the, the Rio and Robert and yeah. Yuri supers though. So for them, you can't do it, so. But yeah, um, I think it's honestly because you, you're hitting five. Once you reset mm -hmm. to neutral, that might help clear your inputs. Maybe, that maybe. might be what that is. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, at the, at the risk of sounding like a complete asshole, playing KOF 15 again has really showed me how much Capcom brain rot I have. <laughs> from, from the Marvel games on the Street Fighter games, like how shit parts of my execution have oh, gotten yeah, because yeah. they were so lenient. Or the amount of silly shit, like, oh my god, it really takes an SNK game to let you go, oh, Street Fighter jump-ins are really, really good. <laughs> Wait, why? Because I think jump-ins in this game are ridiculous. I mean, in terms of how deep you have to hit to keep your combo. Oh, oh Compared yeah, yeah, to Street yeah, yeah, Fighter, yeah, yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to press uh -huh. hard kick on my way up, hit you in the head, yeah, and I'm yeah, still yeah. going to get the standing they, combo. They've done that since Street Fighter Four. Four was one of the major ones. So uh, I, I, I imagine Street Fighter Two had it in betas or when they were developing it, because all of the jump attacks against standing opponents always do light punch hit stun. Yeah. Right? And I, I know I have arguments with other Super Turbo or, you know, Street Fighter 2 fans out there. You're wrong, I'm right. Um, cause the I thing about love it, when you get bold like because, that. No, honestly, do, do Guile jump medium kick into crouching medium kick as a two-hit combo. Do it. Do it. It'll never happen unless the enemy is crouching. Because if you hit them while they're crouching, suddenly the hit stun is that much longer. If you hit a character crouching with a jump attack, their hit stun is as long as the medium would be and the heavy would be. So if you do jump, like, if you do jump medium kick, crouching medium kick with Guile against a crouching opponent, anybody can do it. 
If they're standing, you will never land that okay, shit. Okay, see, uh, now I really want to try this just because I want to see how bad it feels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to call you a liar. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to mm -hmm. say, oh, I can do it, but I want to see how bad this actually feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and try it, dude. You'll find out that I'm right. Which means if I ever see Guile jump at, <laughs> if I ever see Guile jump at me with medium kick, just smash throw. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can't. Well, but see, that is why also sack throws worked. Because the block stun was as long as normal. So if I did jumping fierce punch and expect you to block, I think I'm going to do jump fierce, walk up, walk up, button, button, button. But since the hit stun was as fast as a light, you would go pow, and then they would throw you. You'd be like, what the heck? Yeah. That's why sack throws work. It's exactly mm -hmm. why they work. So. I'm helping you. Yes. <laughs> okay, one other thing, Seiru, about KOF, which is a little bit trickier that I've discovered is that landing a jump attack into a ground normal, you can usually hit the ground normal a little bit earlier than you think you can. The, the, the hit stop and freeze isn't as long. Because when I was watching Shao Hai, he would use the uh, Isla back kick in the stand heavy punch at heights that I didn't think it would combo. And it just felt like it was twice as fast that he was doing it. So. No, actually, what time is it? It's pretty late. 8, 8.30, that's not yeah. bad. Um, I've definitely got some uh, tandem notifications and people trying to say hi. <laughs> Are they like, hey, Olaf, have you seen this? Have you seen this uh, mod? No, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I have some of those too. But, right. <laughs> um, but I mean, we we can we can call it for tonight if you I, want. So, yeah. I think it's about that time. I'm just trying to remember. I thought I had one more thing to discuss, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, Coke Media, can I please have my Omega Edition? That would be great. Um, can, can you set up some sort of thing to let us have the jewel cases? That would be great. <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, the game is super fun. We're going to have to actually start playing soon so we can show some things. Yeah. Um, one of these days we'll do a little more deep dive mechanically and talk about an actual character impressions other than Vanessa Good, Ralph right. Dumb. So, I mean, let me ask you guys uh, in the stream, would you guys like us to do deep dives on characters every week just to be like, oh, I'm interested in Vanessa. Well, here, just so happens that Olaf has been laughing. You know, like, I've been playing Andy. Let me show yes, you Andy. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, oh, okay, yes, all yes. right. I sure, yes. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I have right. never seen such unification on on opinion here. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Savior Gra Gabriel. I mean, I have the cat grass over there. I can bring it here and just put it down. We can sit there and watch the cat grass grow. So, uh, yeah, cover their team positions. Yeah, we will definitely do. Yeah. 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 yeah no, yeah, definitely. Sure. Um, sure. I mean, someone. Some people are already starting to put out. Oh, you kill off those kill. <laughs> no, you won't have to worry about it. That's definitely a James character. That is definitely a James. I character. respect the play, though. Yeah, I really <laughs> respect the play. <laughs> um, but uh, some people are already really starting to debate like what the slots and roles for each character are, and which is great. I, and you know, it's great that those are there. They're good for giving you like base ideas, but it's also interesting because I haven't seen a single like tier list or ranking or anything of any kind where I'm like, yeah. It's... Oh shoot, Shell. Oh, Thank you, Fat Cat. What's up, Fat Cat? God, Thank you. Always gifting. Um, there are definitely a lot of things where I'm like, yeah, this is mostly good, but I horribly disagree oh, yeah. with this one. Right. Like, yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um. 
I do think Vanessa is pretty close to goes anywhere. But I like her anchor. Just for the record. That's also because I... I... One thing I'm going to say about the game in general, I think picking your anchor is the hardest part of picking your team. Yeah? I think it really is. I think it's way easier to find a character that doesn't need too much bar or a character that needs just a little bit and it's fine. Um, But picking a character, you're like, you know what? I want them to have all of my leftover meter because they're going to use it to the greatest potential without it just being... Well, I could just make it a point character and because I only want to spend one bar at a time anyway. Right, right. I don't, I don't feel like there's anyone in the game who is deliberately like, this is a go-to anchor. Yeah, I mean, closest ones that I can think of are like Terry because people just melt when you yeah. hit them. Right? Yeah, because you have, you have a dumb footsie button, you quick max, people die. Right. Um, Corey had been playing Antonov mid. He's looking at switching him to last, and I think that's fine. But yeah, it's like I don't think Antonov's a dedicated mid. I think he can go or dedicated anchor. He can go find second. Right. You don't play him first, sure. <laughs> and even then, you know, someone's gonna prove me wrong and play Antonov on point, and he's gonna be gross. <laughs> uh... That sounds right, just because of the fr- uh, frame delay. The, yeah, frame delay. I wouldn't be surprised. So Antonov likes meter. Yeah. I'm not sure he needs it. The moment he has a half bar, he's a top tier character. Right. <laughs> Fuck his DP so much. Uh, Savior Gabriel, I've already made a similar joke about May in, in Guilty Gear. It was like, she's the best anchor character. It's not even a team game. So, yeah. Um, that being said, though, I'm really looking forward to the DLC. Mostly because, oh my god, I think Janae is going to change a lot of how this game works. I just want Yamazaki, dude. Well, you have to wait for the next team. I know. Yeah. I just want the Yours is, what, is that May? That's May, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, um, but, but, yeah. Uh, I, uh, uh, Fuse Coast, I am enjoying the game a lot so far. Uh, I really, Yeah, Isla's really, really cool. Wish they didn't change the input of her lunging kick, but, you know, that's... that's uh, I just have Johnny, Johnny so, problems right now. So, look, Rock and Gato are probably going to be good, but they're not going to change the dynamics. Even if they're better than Janae, I think Janae is like in her existence is going to change a lot of the dynamic of the game. Is it just because she has certain mechanics or something? Interesting mechanics and mobility tools that mm-hmm. no one else has access to, yeah. especially if they don't change her much. Right. Her mobility mm-hmm. tools and her like ways of approach are so much different than anyone else. She has a flying dive kick. <laughs> like oh fuck dude you don't even understand uh mario sonic boss i want that regal vice mature team so badly and I, I just want autohide i'll be mad if they don't make that team eventually because this game is already doing such a good job of finally making these like nah they're here together as a team you know i'm so happy so i'm still i'm still I'm still sad that there aren't more of the cool endings things. Right. But. Catch some more in. I would like. I mean, the thing is, is that, like, I really like what they've been doing with those custom endings with uh, the fact that they're voice acted. Yeah. Uh, Those are really uh, cute as all hell. But honestly, if you just want to patch in a few extra ones that are still images with no voices, I'm not going to complain. I just want more shit. Yeah. Off from brands, yeah. No, 13 characters because even on the screen itself there's, there's the 13 three, empty three, slots. Three, three, and then the one. So for sure, there's definitely going to be 13 characters. 
Yeah, it's four four teams and one solo slot is what's on the character select screen. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, before the game came out, I was convinced that was just going to be a playable boss. Mm -hmm. And that is not the fucking case. (laughs) Which is also a shame because I actually really like the mid-boss. Right. I really would like a balanced playable reverse. I mean, if they're going to make it like a Rugal, like I would be sad because then that means I wouldn't get the Rugal Vice Mature team that I want. So I hope it's not Rugal, but we'll see. We'll see. But it's the Omega edition, and I don't have it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I really, I seriously would love to see Reverse become playable. Yeah, I want Duck too, but right now my my number one priority that has any chance in hell is Adelheid. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because course. I would I would also say like duck. I would also say still I, only one game, thir- eleven or it was one and a half. He's he's the he's an unplayable boss in 03. Oh, that's right. He that's is right, that's only right. playable in one game. Right, eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think the reason I honestly think the biggest reason he's not doing better on like popularity polls of like what characters do you want as DLC is because apparently nobody fucking played eleven. And or fewer. Who he is? Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, until eleven, I had no idea there was an. Until you were talking about it, I would have not, still not known Adelheid's existence if you were not my yeah. roommate. So. Yeah. And the thing is, so he he came out in 03, He was fully playable in eleven as a mid boss, unlockable, and then in thirteen, he's half the fucking plot, <laughs> but he's not in the game. Dude, my my favorite was in CVS one. Remember how they had the color select, right? And uh, Jason actually made a Joker Rugal. It, That's like, right. It was really good. It was really neat. <laughs> you ever dance with a boss character in the Pale Moonlight? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, he was good, but they just ran out of time. I, saw, I actually saw a video... I think uh, Matt McMuscles did yeah, the what happened. What happened for twelve? Yeah, I yeah. watched that. Was actually pretty good. So yeah, that's the thing. Guy Tendo is way the fuck up there, but I know he has no fucking chance. Right. And he'd have to be redesigned anyway, mm-hmm. because he had a lot of moves, or he had moves that were tied into the tag system. Mm. Between between both him mechanically and his uh, his leader, which is the climax, right. they were tied to the tag. Because the leader, the, his leader super was you couldn't tag anymore. Nobody right? can tag, <laughs> which is fucking awesome. Right. Um, and then like, do they really want to give him his motion input Rambu back? Dude, twenty nine dopey. Look, I mean, as much as there's those people out there that want Kim, Good I, shit, want, I want Kenso. I want Kenso, dude. Yeah, but the thing is that with Gato since 11, Mark of the Wolves had a rollback update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people have played Gato more recently. Yeah, I didn't realize BB Tag got a rollback beta started today, I think. I think it's today. Is it today? Yeah, I, think yeah, it I know it's today. been really recent. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. Now, Adelheid's fucking awesome. He's far and away one of my favorite characters. And he's he's one of those characters that, like, oh, unlike Hyder, I'll play you. Because <laughs> I fucking love Hydern and all the Akaris, and I'm never going to play half of them. Right. I don't mm-hmm. like playing Hydern. I don't like Whip at all. I just don't care for her. Huh, interesting. Okay. And uh, <sighs> I I haven't liked Ralph since 11, so whatever. But Clark's fun as hell, and I love Leon, so whatever. Yeah, all those rollback betas, all those rollbacks are not going to be on, on, the, on the PS consoles, because... I heard one of the reasons is because they're cross-platform and you'll like mess hmm. it up for some. You'd have hmm. to recertify it for the three or yeah, this other right. stuff, and so it'd just be annoying. So it's probably only going to be PC because I know Central Fiction's got it already, right? Something like that. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, 
Um, so now we have the, 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 really the toughest question of the night. What do we end on? Yes. What song do we end on? Oh, uh, actually, let's do, uh, Sand and Mud from 15. Sand and Mud. What is Sand and Mud? It's the rival music for Kukri and Dolores. Ooh, oh, Sarah Death. Oh. What's up, Sarah Death? Sorry, Sarah Death. I haven't been doing any Soul Calibur stuff. It's really hard. Uh, any tips on confirming and comboing from lights? Find what light you can spam that still chains into itself, and then once you get two or three of them, mm-hmm. do your command normal. Yeah, it varies it, from character to character. And it depends on what the input is, right? So, uh, And also, uh, if you can, see... If, maybe, maybe we'll do diet next week. How about that? See if you can find a move that, uh, that like, for a 6A, like Iori, his 6A combos off of his 2A or his 5A. So you can do 2B, crouching light kick, standing light punch, into towards light punch, which is the claw, which has a lot more hits done, so you have more time to cancel yeah, I mean, off of it, that. It really depends on what character, and depends on, like, how safe even the command normal is. Because some characters, I'll just do, like, 2B, 2B, 6A, and then nothing. And I'll use all of that time to confirm. Right. Uh, that's typically what I do for Dolores as well, because mm-hmm. Dolores has some dumb fucking confirms. Because like two B two B six A fireball, did it work? Sweet. Did it not? Oh well. <laughs> that's it. Right. <sighs> yeah, off-brand brands, but you got to imagine. I mean, that seems like an easy target to get into the game, right? If yeah. The model's already there. So, other other than Dolores, oh, <laughs> um, characters okay, like so, Mary. So, Mary, you do 2B, 2A, 4B, because that works on hit, it starts with a low, it's really easy, but it's a crutch. Right. Because it has a bunch of DP-able gaps, so when you fight someone good, they're going to tell you really to fuck off, they're either going to DP every you... Week, guys. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Spinning Bird Kicks. Appreciate um, it. Or even, like, the, the last hit of 4B, you can backdash and dodge out of and right. punish. Dude, the crazy one that I saw was, uh, yeah, you you can also do something that puts you airborne, get hit and on the first kick, and then you air Land. reset and punish yeah. the mm-hmm. dude, yeah. So, like, it's pretty punishable. So, eventually, you're just going to learn how to do, like... 2B 6A or 2C 6A mm-hmm. and then decide what you want to do. Um, light spinfall is minus, but it's safe on block, so you can kind of use that if you need to. But otherwise, just fucking spam 2B and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it. And, and always remember the one thing that I teach everybody about buffering into moves is that. You know, if you imagine the buffer as like some sort of magical timing, it's always going to be hard. Remember that for the most part, obey the rule that if your character hits the opponent and starts animating again, you can't cancel the move. That's generally the truth for most games. Now, obviously, something like Strive, they've changed it completely that it's like Marvel. You can cancel anything yeah, after. So, but in games like this in Street Fighter, you can only cancel the move as long as it's still in the hit stop on your active frame. So in other words then, what you do then is when the move hits the opponent in game, you will hear sound effect. That is the timing you should be hitting the button for your special move. The button, which means if it's a fireball, you do down to forward. Right, exactly. And that's one of the key things that has trained me to be able to do when I was playing alpha, first learning how to cancel a normal into a super. 
a lot of times you do low forward and then try to input a super it would never come out because the forward would start animating by the time you finish it so the key was just hear the sound effect of the hit that's when you hit the button and now you know you have to do everything with the joystick before then yes it can be hard but because you have that knowledge you know that it's the joystick and not your timing and so you can break it down to one small thing you know very you know where your problem lies instead of now it's not the timing problem you know it's you're just not doing the joystick input properly then make sure you have inputs on look at your inputs that will save you so much time so much time so um also just a one last thing this is the last thing if you think dolores is hard i promise you you're overthinking her mm -hmm. that is what i learned fighting Laban. Because we you know we saw we had Laban on last week. Uh -huh, uh -huh. If you hadn't watched it, you might want to consider it. It's good. Uh -huh. YouTube.com/slash/ultrachanty. Um, but um, fighting Laban, I played my Dolores. He played his Dolores. He beat my motherfucking ass <laughs> with about a third of the moves. Mm. If you, if you find Dolores difficult, you are trying too hard. She has a great suite of just dumb good things jump like D. jump D, stand D, two C, two B. All really good. Mm -hmm. Most of her moves are unnecessary gravy. <laughs> like, honestly, half the time, if I'm using her teleport, it's like I throw out a sweep and then do a, a away teleport. You're not punishing me ever again. Mm. End statement. Um, oh, if you're if you're playing Yashiro, oh, have fun. Yeah, no, Dolores is dumb. Dolores is mad dumb. Oh, okay, okay. That's just a bad fight kind of thing. Yeah, I, I would. I'm not terribly surprised if Dolores beats Yashiro, but okay. I haven't had to fight Yashiro since beta, so I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. All right. All right. Song. So, thanks Yay. for tuning in, everybody. Yay. Castlevania. Oh, Castle. this one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is definitely a Castlevania song. It gets better. Cool. Stay safe, guys, out there. Make sure you vaccinate and everything like that. Stay social distanced and uh, keep wearing your masks. Play some Neo Turf Masters. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.